0: So talkative tonight. This is gonna be a great uh, episode, guys. Great, it's <laughs> gonna be so I'm just good. Sleepy. What happened to your car, Christy?
1: Um, my car a couple about three months ago on my way onto the highway, I hit a pothole and cracked the shock bracket in the far back left wheel, the far back left wheel, not that there's, you know, multiple many,
0: backs. Yeah. How many wheels does your car have? Yeah, what so many wheels. you driving, <laughs> wheels you driving? driving, driving a, a wheeler. Yeah, Driving a tractor trailer.
1: Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so that cracked and I finally took it in. Well, Mark took it into his mechanic to get it fixed and get my winter tires on. And while the guy was checking my winter tires, he saw that the ball bearing on the front left tire had all but disintegrated. Hmm. And that's, apparently very important
0: well that's your problem
1: yeah and then he found out that my one of my lights on my front right light had faulty wiring so it was melting through the plastic what kind of car do you drive it's a mazda 3 2004 but i think what happened was the guy i bought it from the used salesman like did a check over but i think like purposefully just kind of
2: and you can always trust a used car
0: salesman.
1: He the thing is, though, he's a mechanic. He's a mechanic.
0: Yeah.
2: But is he a good mechanic?
0: And he saw you coming a mile away.
1: Mm. But, yeah, Mark's um Mark's guy, because we all have a guy, um, was just like, I don't know how she's been driving this and hasn't gotten in a major accident because like <laughs> it was super dangerous, apparently, this left arm ball bearing or whatever it's called. Left and then he did arm. all my alignment mar- he did all my alignments and blah 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 blah.
0: So what you're saying is you were driving a two thousand four Mazda death trap.
1: <laughs> yes. But I didn't die. I swear, <laughs> there's like something going on. I don't know if I believe in like a higher power or anything, but I have almost gotten in like three accidents and there have been no cars around me. It's been totally my fault. But like the conditions have been just right where like I haven't gotten any damage to my car, car or hurt myself? Like it's just it's weird, and the fact that I've been driving this thing, and Mark took it today, and the guy's like, "This could have fo- I don't know how she like survived." <laughs> so you're
0: such a girl, Christy. Your car's broken, and you don't know. And
1: well, I knew the back thing was broken because for the last three months it was going, and I I had to turn up the volume, so I've gone a little deaf because my car music has been so loud.
0: I love that that's your solution, like, car's noisy, probably shouldn't take it in, I should probably just drown out that sound.
1: Yeah, mm. no, I was going to take it in, there was just never a good time. <laughs> it didn't strike me as a major issue. Yeah,
0: until the wheel falls off, then that's a good time. Well, you
1: know. <laughs> Judge all you want, guys, but I'm the one who got footed the $1,400 bill. <laughs> Though my mark helped a lot.
2: You know what would have really helped if you brought it in like three months ago?
1: Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe (laughs) that would have helped. Maybe that would have been a good thing. Maybe you guys can all suck it.
2: All right. Well, welcome
0: to episode 21 of Dance Robot Dance, everybody. We can drink in America now.
1: Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Can we vote?
0: Uh, I think we could vote like three episodes back. Yeah, we could vote. Uh, what was our oh what no. was our 18th episode? Mm, sorry, uh, not. I not can't remember anymore. That was last episode. It was not the album episode. It was whatever we did. Maybe tropes. Doc- tropes. Tropes. Yeah. yeah. So so on on our tropes episode, we could
1: ah. vote. Ah.
0: Yeah. Now we can drunkenly vote. <laughs> ah, <Yeah. laughs> <I> drunk <laughs> Which voting. apparently America already did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and then they woke so up with a it. woke up with a fuck of a hangover. <laughs> it's gonna be a four year long hangover. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully oh only four God. years long. Uh, so uh, I'm Tim. I will be hosting this festive episode this evening. Uh, we have returning from uh, a hiatus on Dance Robot Dance. We have Eric with us tonight.
3: Howdy! Welcome back.
0: Yay. And we uh, to steal steal a bit from Geeks with Kids to my front or just extreme north. We have <laughs> Christy. Hello! And to Wouldn't my... you be the most extreme
2: north? No, I think I am. No, I would
0: be. <laughs> no, yeah, and to, and to my extreme north and slightly further east, we have Mark. Hello, everybody. You're more <laughs>
2: north than Guelph?
0: Yeah, Milton? Milton's more north than Guelph. Yeah, I, tra- I travel west and south to get to you. Oh, It weird. just doesn't feel as north because, you know, Mark lives closer to civilization than you do. I was just going to say, because I'm closer to civilization. <laughs> I can get into the city in twenty minutes. Yeah, the the city of Toronto just emanates heat. (laughs) (laughs) It's from all the garbage. Yeah, exactly from the from the from the garbage and
2: pollution. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm All that smog. Smoggy smog. smog. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like brown
2: air to breathe in. Breathe
0: deep, kids. Breathe deep. It's nowhere near as bad as like New York or well, no, let's no. say like China or somewhere <laughs> like Shanghai. that. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> well, apparently there's two really bad types of fog. One is the or smog. One is the London smog, and one is the Philippines smog. So you know, take one. The <laughs> Philippines. I meant Manila.
0: Could that be your new nickname, Philippines smog, the Filipino smog?
2: <laughs> yeah, because I'm the one that smokes here. <laughs> the killer smog from Manila. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why i'm drinking a london fog right now
1: oh, Ooh, so uh, jealous
2: just make yourself one
0: yeah. uh, except not right now because we're recording because <laughs> she just fucks off for 20 minutes yeah to go make what's different than that <laughs> 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 it wouldn't be the first time she's got up to, to pour herself a drink mid-podcast <laughs> oh i forgot true. my
1: wine okay <laughs> guys i'll be right back no <laughs> I do, I
2: want my wine. You already said hi, go for it.
0: How about we wait a little bit until everybody's doing their Geek of the Week, because I have a feeling you're going to want to chime in on some of our news this week. Ooh. Uh, so I wanted to start out with um, the sort of plethora of uh, PlayStation Expo announcements that uh, came out that don't mean a whole lot to me, because I'm not a real like heavy console gamer, but uh, I've heard a lot of excitement about. So first off, um, the Last of Us two sequel got announced. Mm. Or Last so of sad. Us, not Last of Us two sequel. Last of Us sequel, Part which two. is Last of Us yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm that's so probably a it's probably a ways out at this point. But uh, was anybody really surprised that they're making a sequel of that?
2: Um. Yes and no.
0: You guys are su- surprised they're making a sequel.
2: Well, it it's more that when they were originally. Uh, announced the first game, they were saying this was a one-off just because yeah, of the, how the story progressed, um, and by the ending. But you know, talk, um, what Neil Druckmann said about the second game sounds really good. So,
1: what is okay? So, what did he say?
2: So basically, this is a companion to the first one. You play Ellie as the main character all the way through, and Joel's yes. a secondary, um, you know, compa- not really companion. Uh, a lot of people are.
0: It happens concurrent with the first game the events of no the first it happens game?
2: 15 years later or something like that oh no oh, okay. maybe eight years later or something um but where the first game was the theme was about love and you could tell that with you know joel and his family and how he took care of ellie the second one's supposed to be about hate and revenge and that type of nice. thing with ellie
1: to see how she got warped even though we loved her
2: well you know that means joel's gonna die right at the beginning no <laughs> to set up the revenge <laughs> yeah
1: no i can see no. that do you think she's in his head?
2: I think he's I- or he's in her, in her head. head I mean, that's what yeah, I I do.
0: Oh, they just did that. That was that was the plot of Arkham Knight.
2: Yeah, but people have stolen ideas you know, many people times. People
1: so. creative ideas? <laughs> yeah.
0: Great artists steal, kids.
2: <laughs> I've seen your posters, Christy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. So you, what, what does that mean?
2: Nothing. I'm just joking. <laughs> that
0: was I heard a little jab there.
2: Well there there needed to be a jab before we got into the later into that. There need to be a jab.
0: <laughs> Eric hasn't been around in a while. He hasn't got his uh his shots in, so I guess he's but, just making up making up for lost time.
2: Oh. <laughs> Should I just start, you know, throwing you live video of Hamilton <laughs> to distract no, you?
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> mm. Uh so on top of that there was another s- sort of sequel I guess announced. Um you guys will have to fill me in on this one again. Uh, there is an Uncharted sequel or DLC or expansion or something like that announced.
2: I'm <sighs> so hmm. excited. I am too, more or less.
1: You're <coughs> reserved about it, though, are you?
2: I don't know if it's a full game or if it's like a standalone. They said it's coming out this year, right? Which seems really fast. You
1: mean 2017. Yeah. So, uh, you know what, though? Like, I think. I think it's a full game. The, I read an article, I can't remember where it was, I think it was Kotaku, where they were talking about how it's a full-fledged like game and it could be a series.
2: Makes sense. Um, uh, Chloe wasn't really in the last one. so
1: At um, all, they didn't even mention her.
2: Did they not? I don't remember.
0: So it says no. here huh. that it's being called by IGN a standalone story chapter. Whatever the fuck that means. That sounds it like. That sounds DLC, like DLC. I mean, yeah, it does sound like DLC. The official Here.
2: DLC for Uncharted Four is supposed to be about Sam and Sully, so Ooh. that's supposed to come in the spring. So I yeah. guess this would be a second DLC. They they never really done that before, but mm. you know
0: they they were saying they were going to do like story based like single player DLC for this game. I know yep. the the original talk was Sam and Sully, but like not the. Uh, this other thing, but maybe they found they thought found an idea they like doing. It's not like they have to rebuild assets or anything like that. It's just
2: yeah. So well, yeah, because they have um, what's his name? Who played Joel in Last of Us?
1: Oh, that was um.
2: He also played Sam in Uncharted Four.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's Troy Baker, isn't
2: it? Troy Baker, yeah. Troy Baker, thank you. So they probably had to take him away and put him into Uncharted or Last of Us 2 like full steam. Yeah. So maybe they just switched it over to Nadine. True. And Chloe. do you think?
0: Do you really think Last of Us Two is that far along? Like, no. Plus, I mean, the voice acting on a game like that's not like you know a month long, you know, months long commitment or anything. I'm sure that they knock all that shit out in a couple weeks.
2: It is for no. Naughty Dog though; they do all their mocap through them. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and that that like even like when they did like I remember reading about like how long Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill were in the booth for the the Arkham games. So like. Mm-hmm. Because you're doing it, especially Kevin Conroy had to be in the booth for like months because it was all the, like, you have to, there's so many different reactions in an open world game like that. And the oh. Nolly Dog games were Ooh. so heavily scripted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so many um, different grunts. and <laughs> Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So. Um,
2: I remember them saying that after Last of Us 2, they used to have two teams, but they broke into three teams. So they could have just started right away at Last of Us uh, 2 then.
0: Wait, so Uncharted and, and Last of Us are the same company? They're both Naughty Dog? Naughty Dog, yeah. Okay.
2: And uh, Crash Bandicoot, also Naughty
3: yeah. Dog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they're not doing that remake, right? Yeah. I don't know.
2: It, did they? I thought, it was a, I thought they were uh, outsourcing it.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was outsourced, too. I didn't think it was happening oh. like inside Naughty Dog. It's already oh. out
2: anyway,
3: isn't it? Is it
0: oh. out?
2: I thought I yeah. saw it on the store.
0: Inside Naughty Dog, for the record, sounds like a terrible sex act. <laughs> gross <laughs> it's like a, a, a porn version of downward facing dog or something you're in the <laughs> south you'd you'd know better than we would mm. <laughs> uh, yeah so on top of the uncharted the last uh, PSX news that I wanted to mention is one that I do have some experience with uh, and that is there's a new Marvel versus Capcom game announced so it's Marvel versus Capcom Infinite it looks good yeah it's running on unre- Unreal Engine the uh the trailer looked good. We'll see how the gameplay. Did you Did you watch the gameplay?
2: Yeah, yeah, I watched yeah, the gameplay. It look good. It looked really good. Um, they did away with the three. I think the last one they had three people for their team up, and now they're just sticking with two, and it looks a lot smoother. Uh, I liked. Uh, I like three, too, but two. Yeah, was I like cool. three. I meant two people instead of three people.
0: They haven't done two person teams since two. Was Marvel superheroes? No, Marvel vs. Capcom.
2: No. I don't two remember. Two was
0: two was three man teams.
2: Was it? Damn. I don't yeah. remember. That was a long time ago.
0: Yeah. Uh some of the characters look pretty good though. Like I'm just running through the list. Apparently they've got uh Thanos in it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um the female Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Mega Man.
2: Captain Marvel's gonna be fun. She looks awesome in that game. Yeah. yeah.
0: So
2: um you didn't want to talk about Full Throttle? Oh yeah, the uh, well that that yeah, that's a weird Da-da-ba-da. one. minute.
0: Yeah, so there so the the they released a trailer for the for Full Throttle remastered. So I've gushed about the LucasArts Adventure Games many times on the podcast before and uh Full Throttle was a great one for sure. It was very different than than I think all of the other games that they did. It had it did still have humor, but it wasn't the same kind of humor. Um, sort of the campy, uh, cheesy humor that like, they're, like the Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle games, and like the Monkey Island games had. Um, but definitely a game that uh, had a real sense of atmosphere about it. It was a real interesting world that was set in. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely play that. I just uh, finished replaying Grim Fandango Remastered a couple weeks ago, and that brought back a lot of... Good memories and nostalgia, so I'll definitely jump on the full-throttle remastered train, too. The one I really wish that they would remaster is uh, Loom. I
2: never played that one.
1: Me either.
0: It was a weird fucking game, but it was really interesting, and I feel like it's it was a game that was well ahead of its time and could have been done a lot better than it was had like the technology been there kind of thing. I mean, it was interesting. It was really good for its time as well, but um, I'm guessing, I haven't played that one in a while, I'm guessing it probably hasn't aged really well.
2: Is that the one where the cover was like, uh, astronauts looking into like, this bright light?
0: No, that's probably The Dig. The Dig? No, yeah, you're right. And that was the one that, like, I think Steven Spielberg had, like, a hand in the story on that one.
2: I never played that one either.
0: That I've played that one too. It was another one that was kind of a weird departure. Um, I mean, you could definitely feel that it had a Spielberg hand in it. Uh... But um, yeah, full throttle, really cool. Like it's a sort of post-apocalyptic uh, world where everybody like rides around on motorcycles, and there's all these different biker gangs that fight against each other. And Mark Hamill. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Uh, was he the lead in that, or is he the the no. bad guy?
2: He was the good guy of the of the corporation. Um, right. And he's the one who sort of gets kidnapped i don't remember the. yeah yeah he gets kidnapped yeah
0: right yeah he's the he's the old guy that's like supposed to sort of save the the world or something like that or save the Mm -hmm. yeah their society yep more great mark hamill voice acting for sure
1: i love him as a voice actor he's brilliant
0: yeah absolutely there was another i don't know if this this might have been playstation expo or it might have been just something that was released near it but uh This, uh, we have compliments of Christie's Mark. Sega's Altered Beast and Streets of Rage to get film and TV adaptations.
2: That was not part of PA.
0: (laughs) No? Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that one. Those are fucking weird properties to adapt.
2: Well, I can see Altered Beast if they make it like... I don't know, like some sort of Teen Wolf-esque <laughs> game, oh, movie, oh, game, oh, I no, meant a oh, TV God. show. Yeah. yeah. I could see them doing that. It would be the money. Um, yeah. What was the other one? Streets of Rage. Hmm.
0: Which I guess is just a I, I, I don't even remember if I've ever played the Streets of Rage games, but I guess they're just like street fighting kind of games. It's like, like a Final double, Fight kind of thing. Or like
2: a Double Dragon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, that
2: that one was just weird. Maybe like a Sons of Anarchy type TV show? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Um, one more uh,
0: that is a really fucking weird piece of news and I'm not sure what to make of is apparently um, Greg Berlanti, who's the showrunner on Arrow, <laughs> is going to be directing a remake of Little Shop of Horrors. Uh,
2: no. Is it the movie or the musical?
0: I'm guessing musical. I mean there's been a lot of uh sort of remakes of musicals lately, but uh yeah. It looks, let's see. Yeah, well I guess it's the ni- yeah, 1986 film musical it looks like. Uh not the 60s Roger Corman one. Um
2: I guess like he saved DC TV, <laughs> so I guess he could save TV musicals. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know how much that that fucking transfers over to TV musicals because those have not had a great track record so far in the last like They're five years so or so.
1: They're so bad.
0: Wait, the yeah, Wiz was good. Even- I didn't watch The Wiz. Honestly, I haven't watched any of them. I just haven't been able to bring myself to it. Because, I mean, I've already got good versions of those. Why would I want to go back and have some rehash?
2: <laughs> so you didn't see the Rocky Horror? Oh, horrible, I, horrible I need...
0: remake. It was so bad. I will at some point, I I'm won't. sure, but but I just heard so many terrible things.
2: Don't Just don't that, do it. Uh, don't do it, yeah. Tim. You like that sh- movie, so... Don't but
0: yeah, I love it, and I—I I mean, I've been to many participation Rocky horrors, and uh, uh, yeah, and just—I—I—I I, I, I honestly, I had really high hopes for it because I thought that uh, uh, fuck, what's her name, the uh woman they had playing Frankenfurter.
2: Oh, um, from Orange from is New Black. Black.
0: From Orange is the New Black, yeah.
3: Oh. oh
2: shoddy hosting here we go, christy, shoddy why don't you hosting. look it up you have a you have a super quiet keyboard
1: <laughs> and i m d b look up orange is the new black uh
0: laverne cox i f- yeah. I, th- I thought she could have been a really good um frankenfurter and maybe she even was a good frankenfurter but no, she was just in a bad remake no? Right. The,
2: you know the the cool thing about tim um oh uh, tim curry being um the transvestite is that he wasn't a woman and laverne cox is a woman <laughs> so it sort of yeah. takes it away when she's yeah. dressed up in women's clothing because you're just like okay what yeah okay This make <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i don't know anyways uh the last one um which i think is probably the biggest thing to happen this week was that we got a new guardians of the galaxy 2 trailer we also got a baywatch trailer it was
2: terrible that Day Watch trailer looks amazing. <laughs> oh my god! I will see it for The Rock.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll see it for The Rock
2: for sure. The Rock's so funny in it. It's so he's so funny. Yeah. Did you watch Ballers this year? I didn't finish <laughs> uh, Ballers, um, but I saw half of it, and then um, the rest is sitting on a hard drive here, waiting for me to watch. I just
0: I just finished it the last couple of days. It was pretty funny this year.
2: Yeah. Wait, this season two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I didn't even finish season one. Crap, I didn't know season two came out.
0: No, season two's done. Oh, it's been done for a while, actually. Yeah, no, it was really good. I enjoyed that show. It's really like entourage for football players, but like it's got The Rock and Rob Corddry in it, so I'm pretty much guaranteed to watch it. So. I do like Rob Corddry. He's pretty fucking funny in it. Yeah, I'll he's... give him that much. So, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I am Groot. <laughs> Baby Groot. Yeah, so awesome. Baby Groot
2: is pretty cute. Um, yeah, I'm
1: cool for Baby Groot, but right now I'm just looking for more boobs in this Baywatch trailer.
2: Oh, there's <laughs> boobs. Yeah, lots of slow motion running and fire, yeah, the- and swimming, <laughs> swimming on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and the
0: the Guardians trailer, I mean, it it just, it, I mean, they're. It sounds like they're really le- or looks to me like they're really resting on their laurels. Like it looks like a lot of the same and not much new. Which I mean. I guess would probably work for it, but I was kind of. But it's a for at least it's a. It's the teaser, different. man.
2: It's not supposed yeah. to show you much yet. No, it's um, not the
0: teaser. We already had a teaser. This was the trailer.
2: No, that's the one they're calling their teaser trailer. <laughs> the first one was the first look, right? Fuck
0: this! <laughs> t- first look, then teaser, then trailer. This, I'm so over that horseshit. Wasn't that first set of footage just like Comic Con stuff? Like it wasn't really like a trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just put it online. They didn't put it on like actual in like in theaters yeah i don't think this it one is. will be in theaters
2: yeah, yeah yeah um you know that that first that battle with that giant i don't know tentacle porn monster is <laughs> just the first battle at the beginning because groot yeah. doesn't have his little jacket yeah, yeah, yeah. Little jacket. and they don't have the rest of the team there right
3: groot.
0: <laughs> yeah groot with his little death button i don't know man the Drax stuff made me laugh yeah, so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do me do, oh, me, do me, do me, do me. Yeah. Ha ha ha! ha she just outed your love for yeah, Gamora. She just, re- she just revealed your deepest, darkest secret.
1: You must be so embarrassed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do me, do me. Uh, yeah. that was the that was my favorite. Like the the um the big secret of that movie. Like the first one was how funny fucking Dave Batista ended up being after mm-hmm. yeah, like. I was like, I, I don't, I, I wasn't expecting another wrestler to be that like engaging in a movie. I was like, oh well, <laughs> they hired him because he's huge. But yeah, mean we already have The Rock. But uh, I was surprised by how much I was like, oh Batista, you're actually pretty good at this. Like,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, <laughs> I no,
1: I enjoy his portrayal a lot. Actually, I think he's he's hey, super he's pretty funny. funny.
0: Yeah. His
2: deadpan is just yeah, so good. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, um, all right that was that was all the news that i had do you, anybody else have anything else they want to throw out there no i just wanted to talk about the baywatch trailer because i thought it was funny <laughs> like, yeah. i mean
1: zach efron without his shirt on I'm, I'm i'm cool with that along with the rock like yeah that's cool
2: <laughs> that's cool uh- Alright. It looks funny. It's like it's like when they did twenty one jump street. You're like, is this gonna be good? And then it ended up being good. you never know, maybe
0: Big yeah, is gonna it's be true. good like this. It's it's like it's the rock. You know it's gonna be at least more fun. or less watchable. Yeah, it'll be mm-hmm. fun. So
1: I think that's the point of the rock is that you don't go into it with the expectations that it's gonna be an Oscar worthy comedy. You yeah. just go in being like, I will enjoy myself for two hours. Anytime he's off screen, I'll just look at my phone. <laughs>
0: Mark, are you legitimately trying to say that uh, the Rock has never done a shitty movie? Cause I'll, I'll cause I'll fight you on that one. <laughs> no, he said tons of shitty movies, but
2: like the Tooth Fairy
0: or the what's it Journey to the Center of the Earth or whatever? Didn't he do that one? That was really he did bad? the second one.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did,
0: the, he did the sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth. Because
2: <laughs> they couldn't get Brendan Fraser back. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Didn't they do that with the Mummy too?
0: Yeah, it wasn't The Rock, though. I would have watched that. <laughs> well, he no, he pl- didn't he play the uh, the Scorpion King? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you like said replace Brendan Fraser. I was like, yeah, that's right. You're right. The Rock wasn't. I did Scorpion yeah. King. The first one was pretty fun. It was fun. <laughs> oh, this, The Scorpion King, like, the fucking effects on that were so bad. Mm. All right, I think you're talking about, like, in The Mummy 2, when he comes out as the, sc- the half-Scorpion and it looks like PS1-era, like, cutscene graphics. Yeah. yeah that's that The it- Mummy oh, 3. Is it, is it 3 or 2? I <laughs> thought it was 2.
1: Three
2: it, no it was number it was number two. It was
0: two. Was two yeah. Scorpion
1: King?
3: Yeah.
0: No, because the Mummy Two the Mummy Two, the Scorpion King was the bad guy in the movie. Yeah. And then they oh. did a they did a movie. They did a movie called oh. The Scorpion King where the Rock played like the guy becoming the right, Scorpion. Right, right,
1: right, 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 right.
2: And then there were many sequels after that of the Scorpion King. <laughs> yes,
0: none of them starring the Rock though. No. No. Ran- random aside, one of my father's more uh, humorous like absent-minded things that he does is that he just seems to keep buying copies of The Mummy. Like <laughs> he's he's bought at least like he, he's fucking in like enamored with this movie and I think he's probably bought like 3 or 4 copies of it already. Not like he keeps forgetting that he already has it and he doesn't do this with any other movie. It's just this one fucking movie he comes home. He's that like, "Look, so I got the funny. <laughs> look. I got the mummy on Blu-ray. Like, that's such a fucking dad thing to do, right?" Yeah, totally. That's, <laughs> gonna,
2: that's gonna be confusing next year when the Blu-ray of the Tom Hanks Mission Impossible Cairo Mummy Tom Escape Cruise. Caper yeah comes out. Yeah, Tom Hanks not would Tom not Hanks. do that. Tom Cruise.
0: <laughs> I, I'd pay good money to see the. Yeah, I didn't watch that uh, Tom Cruise money trailer, but I would pay good money to watch Tom Hanks do a mummy movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> isn't isn't that what those da vinci movies are kind of not m- a mummy movie no well, nah, not not so I much i only
2: saw the first one did he run he didn't run as much as tom cruise runs <laughs>
0: nobody runs as much as tom cruise in a movie <laughs> all right well uh then let's close out our uh news portion and move on to our Geek of the week. I'm going to go to Eric since we haven't heard from Eric in a long time. What was the geekiest thing you did this week?
2: Uh, What did I do this week? Um, oh, uh, I I saw Colm Wilkinson last week. Oh, last, yeah. Uh, I saw Friday. that. Yeah. That's the geekiest thing I did. Colm Wilkinson. Lame. And how was that? He, he's phenomenal. And he's surprisingly he's so great. funny. Uh, I didn't expect as many jokes as, uh, as you did. And he did, um, apparently they did this big uh, fundraiser or something in Ireland last year. And he got asked by Bono to do a version of One there Mm. uh, at the special. And he sang it. And it was amazing. Um, I did not expect to hear One that night. Or (laughs) Let It Go, which one of his backup singers sang. So that was weird. (laughs) Oh, That's cool. So
0: just like, here, I need a break. You sing this.
2: That's what he did. He t- he took, well, he had surgery recently for his back. Um, mm-hmm. So he let his backup singers do two songs each, one in the first half for both of them. Oh, so we could get his back up? No. I appreciate that's, that, Christy.
0: That, that's it, Christy. You're you're fired.
2: Oh. <laughs> no, that, that, was a, that was my geekiest thing, I guess.
0: All right. Uh, Christy, since you just took a bite of food, what's the geekiest thing you did this week?
1: Um well I was so so jazzed about talking about Name of the Wind on our podcast last week that I started I downloaded the audiobooks and now I'm listening to them again.
2: Who's narrating it?
1: Um his name is Nick something. Cool story, Grandma. Nick. Oh yeah. Nick I don't know, but he's really good.
0: I love Nick something.
1: yeah no i seriously i i love these books i love them so much i listen to them and i'm i'm i just i look forward to driving like to and from work now because i'm like oh it's an hour and a bit of name of the wind so like i'm just i'm in total heaven and i know i've listened to these audiobooks four times each and they're each about 60 hours of audio but i love it
0: jesus so that's why you don't listen to any music because you're always lis- listening
2: to these fucking audiobooks. It's yep. a big book, man. <laughs> so worth
0: yeah. it. Yeah, we were we were told in depth about them last week. So yeah, we've mm-hmm. we've we've gotten the hard sell on these books, both uh, on podcast and off podcast at this point.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I feel like neither of you are going to pick it up anyway.
0: Yeah, Spears from Geek of the Week. Yes, it's. I I, I think I'm getting kids. to the point where. Uh, sorry. Yeah, geeks, geeks with kids. They they just steal Geek of the Week from us. <laughs> uh, he he was also pushing it pretty hard on us, and I think I'm getting to the point where Mark is, where I'm I'm just like, guys, you you're, out of spite, <laughs> you're you're selling this shit too hard on me now. I'm I'm gonna, f- you know, the, it's overhyped at this point, and it can't possibly live up to it for me. So, well, mm-hmm.
1: you're gonna miss out if you just do that to yourself. That's your own damn fault. You'll miss out on something awesome.
0: Well, I'll wait till the show or movie or whatever comes out, and if Not it gets, miss out. if it's, miss if it's. Out. Uh, See, the thing is with that sort of thing, I can't I can't make myself uh, read like newer books knowing that there are like so many classics that I've never read. Like like, for instance, with Tolkien, like I've read all the main stuff. I've read The Hobbit and I've read The Lord of the Rings, but I've never read The Silmarillion.
2: Oh, that's a hard read, man.
0: I know it's going to be, but I mean, my wife's go- getting a Tolkien degree. I feel like it's my familial duty to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So that so that we can carry on, you know, more in-depth conversations about like the actual lore and history of Middle Earth, but also like, you know, classics that I've never read, like fucking like I've never read any Dostoevsky and that sort of thing. And I feel like that's some shit that I should probably read before I read like Harry Potter. But maybe that's Ooh. just me.
2: Evil Eyes from Christie. <laughs> But, <laughs> but Harry Potter That's
0: okay Side note, you've had fucking audio Going on in the background of your track The entire night, Christy I'm going to kill you while I'm editing this weekend Because Mark's, Mark's <laughs> eating I can, hear, I can hear Mark eating You guys have a TV <laughs> on or something I don't know what the fuck it is I'm going to have to mute the shit out of your track again
2: She's going to forget Every to turn on her deep. mic <laughs>
0: Every fucking week, Christy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What are you eating? It looks good. (laughs)
0: All right, well, uh, chicken salad or something like that. So while while we've uh, got your attention then, Mark, what was the geekiest thing you did this week? Uh, I spent fucking eight hours cleaning up last week's audio and making sure that it was (laughs) (laughs) listenable for our audience. And you did an amazing job. Well, thank you, but... (laughs) That was like that was what I did. That was probably the nerdiest thing that I did this week. I did I did like I I caught up on my uh, all, all the CW shows also, so like I'm caught up on Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow too. But I feel like the thing that I spent the most like time concentrating on was doing the podcast. So what do you think of the crossover? <laughs> I really enjoyed it actually. I didn't like. I mean, I wish they'd put the um, the Arrow episode, like the hundredth Arrow episode, had been like they'd shifted everything a week. Mm-hmm. So that the Arrow episode could have been, like, the week before or this week. Um, and not had that story in the middle of the crossover. So yeah, that was weird. More, yeah, so yeah. they could have done more crossover stuff. But, like, if you just take the Flash and the Legends episode and, like, the little bits that are not, like, really Arrow lore related of uh, the Arrow episode. It was it was a super fun three episode, like, kind of crossover. Yeah. Well, I like
2: how they were saying it was... <laughs> I like how they said that Supergirl was part of that crossover even oh, though the, the first show? episode yeah. was like, okay, you get the last five minutes. There you go, Flash.
0: <laughs> the last thirty seconds, and then they showed yeah. up. They <laughs> they showed that scene in the Flash episode too. So. <laughs> but no, it was really good. It was it was a lot of fun. So yeah. like you'll enjoy it. You're, I you're gonna love it, Tim. It was great. Yeah, I'm still a little behind on those, but I'm hoping to maybe get caught up this weekend. And I'm uh, I'm actually really enjoying Arrow this year. Like it's surprisingly good compared to the last two years. It's a lot as like relationshipy garbage so and the villain's pretty cool so i'm like, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that so mm-hmm. and legends i i was surprised by how much the second half of the first season of legends of tomorrow i was like i kind of dropped out about halfway through the, the the season and just watched it all like binged it all the last couple days and i was like oh this is much better than i remember it being it was really it was pretty fun the romance thing wasn't great with um the barista whose name i can't remember and uh superman returns guy Brandon ruth but
2: <laughs> oh yeah Kendra and uh, Kendra
0: yeah Kendra and yeah. the Adam Ray Palmer yeah the and Adam Ray Palmer so. yeah I really like him as yeah I really like I him I as like him a lot but like that romance subplot was a little like
2: meh, uh whatever. speaking of uh Ray Palmer there's an awesome Superman uh joke in the last episode of um uh, Legends oh, cross of Tomorrow film? the crossover
0: yeah, it was pretty good
2: <laughs> We won't spoil it for you Tim no, or I'll Mark can, if he wants.
0: No, well, I mean, he just says she looks like his cousin, so. Oh, nice. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm mostly caught up on Supergirl, and I'm getting caught up on Flash. Then I'll probably jump to Legends tomorrow, and then Arrow until I get up to the crossover.
2: The um, Citizen uh, Steel got his costume last week, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah.
0: I'm really looking forward to getting to that JSA stuff because I think that'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. It's been a little weird. It's not as like JSA as I thought it was going to be. It's not. Um, it's not like the big characters you're expecting from that run. Yeah. If you've read the Jeff Johns run, you're going to be probably like a little disappointed, considering there's like some big name characters that are kind of that are kind of missing. Because yeah. um, they're not using like they're not using Jake Eric, and they don't have an Alan Scott, and they don't yeah. have. They didn't really do anything with our man like he was there but they didn't do much with him. Um obviously there's no Captain Marvel, Shazam or Black Adam for that matter. So
2: mm. I, I I for some odd reason I thought they couldn't use green um any Green Lanterns in on TV? Well, I, of... I would
0: imagine I would imagine they can't. i was just saying, like, if you're expecting, Tim's probably expecting the JSA from the Jeff Johns run. Yeah, yeah. he's not yeah. gonna. You're not gonna get that. Yeah. No, I mean I've seen the pictures. I know that it's like like Star and Hawkman and uh, I mean I've read a lot of JSA. Like I've read back to like the mid '80s, like Roy Thomas uh, stuff as well. Nice. So I've read a lot of and uh, also the All Star Squadron. Stuff as well from around that time, so I know I, I, I'm pretty familiar with the deep stable of uh JSA characters. Yeah, I was just surprised because like they also didn't even include the Wildcat that they had on, because he was an Arrow already. On Arrow, yeah, like, he trained Arrow Lance, yeah. <clears throat> so like they didn't use a Wildcat or anything like that. So like all the JSA members that I'm like super familiar with as like kind of the core JSA aren't really in it, but they still say JSA a lot. So I was like, that's pretty cool.
2: Wouldn't. <laughs> Wildcat be too young to be in that JSA.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of how young he or how old he was when he was on I air. He was like
0: maybe like early 40s, like okay, late 30s, yeah. early 40s. Yeah. He looked like or something like that.
2: Yeah, I don't even remember.
0: We're pouring the fuck out of Christy, so. <laughs> eh, I just don't know about this stuff. <laughs> Do you watch any of those CW DC shows, Christy?
1: Um, eh. Mark no. really likes them. Well, Mark really likes Supergirl and The Flash and Um Legends of Tomorrow. I just I found Legends to be very cheese. And I, I was just kinda like, eh. it does have um, some really cheesy hated moments. The Hawk the Hawk Girl Hawkman love story thing, I was just like, ah cheese.
0: We were talking mm-hmm. about tropes like romantic plot tumor. That is definitely one for the uh, for that show. It's got a lot of basis in the comics, and they yeah. treated it a lot better in the comics. But yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't really hit the right notes in the bringing it into the show. Yeah,
1: mm. no, I was just like, bah. Yeah. Excuse me, bored. It's it's Comic still a fun show. Play.
0: I'd like um, I like what's his name in it. Uh, I can't remember his name. They play Snart. He's awesome. Yeah. went oh. uh Wentworth Williams, Wentworth yep, Williams you know. and yeah. uh and Rory Arthur Miller. They're both yep. actually they're both really excellent. Um Arthur Darville. Darville, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Darville. <laughs> and then yep. the uh the guy who plays the doctor the other half of Firestorm, he's pretty cool too. Like Yeah. They have good characters and like the writing's not bad. It does, but it like they're intentionally leaning into the cheese, I feel like, cuz it is kind of mm-hmm. like this is going to be the CW American Doctor Who show kind of thing. Like so it kind of leans into that low-budget, yeah. like, we're having fun with it kind of thing. If you want serious superhero stuff, like, you have the Netflix shows. When yeah. Arrow is yeah. not just, like, drowning in CW relationship bullshit, it <laughs> tends to be the darkest show of all of them. So, like, you know, they have a nice variety of kind of, like, tone across yeah. those four shows. The first two seasons of Arrow are fantastic. I know, mm-hmm. you talked mm-hmm. about them a lot. Yeah, the first <laughs> two seasons are great. Um, it kind of goes downhill after that a little bit. Although it is, like I said, it is getting, this year has been this, this year is much better. So.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Uh, by uh, the way, Dr. Martin Stein is played by Victor Garber.
0: <laughs> there you Victor go. Garber, yeah, Victor Garber. I love
1: Victor Garber. He's Canadian, Jesus, isn't he? Besides the other Jesus.
0: Yep, he's Canadian. <laughs> what did he play Jesus in? Godspell. Godspell. Oh, okay. I've never watched any of the... Oh, well, no, I've watched one of the movie versions of Godspell, like the 70s Yeah, one. the original 70s that's the version. One. Yeah, he, that's he, him. Oh, he played Jesus in that? Okay. Yeah. I haven't, wa- I haven't watched that in a long he's time, He's beautiful
1: city it. and... Huh. Oh, was other Godspell songs. I was,
0: I was the uh, pit director for Godspell in high school, my, like, last year of high school.
2: Was that the one where oh, Shouse was Jesus?
0: Yep, that's the one where Mike Shouse was Jesus. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so I guess, I guess we'll have to have Mark number two on when we eventually end up having an episode about the CW shows. Uh, yeah, but in yeah, the meantime... Yeah. Uh, f- so, for me, the geekiest thing I did this week was probably... I logged a lot of hours on the, uh, Legends of Zelda on Wind Waker HD this week. Nice. Um And I'm, I'm trying to do sort of the really crazy collector challenge in the game with the figurines. Uh, <laughs> oh, where you have no, to, no. Yeah, where you've yeah. got to take pictures of all the characters and then turn them in for figurines. But they've made it a lot easier in HD because it will actually tell you when you take the picture if it's, like, good enough to m- be made into a figure rather than you, like, taking it and then taking it to the dude and he's like, no, this isn't, you know, it's it's too zoomed out or it's not head-on or something like that, and then you have to fucking go back and find that person again. That's nice.
1: It sounds terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, and there's all, but they they have made it a lot better. Uh, and, Mark, you are asking about, or you wanted to know about, like, the stuff that makes it, Easier to play through and makes the sailing more bearable. There's a swift sail in this game that you oh, can get so pretty, easy. So yeah, that, that you can get pretty early on, and it means that one, you sail a lot faster, and two, um, whenever you activate it, the wind is always at your back, so you don't have to worry about switching the fucking wind constantly to sail from oh, one place to another. Okay, yeah, mm. that was fucking annoying. Yeah, I mean, you still have to change the wind for a lot of the like puzzles and stuff like that, but that's not as annoying as having to do it just to fucking get from point A to point B.
2: And I think you can so. get in within like the first like yeah. three or four hours. So there's not much sailing.
0: Yeah, I got it like after the first temple. Yeah. Uh, you get it um from the Eskimo dude at the auction house. Um so you basically is Yeah, sure. Uh as as basically as soon as <laughs> That's you That's not learn Earth, the, you could
2: say Eskimo. <laughs>
0: yeah, the the song of passing that lets you turn day to night, you can yeah. go to the auction and get it really early in the game, so it's, it has definitely made it a lot more bearable so far. So, Cool. All right. Well, with that, uh, let's move on to the festive holiday meat of the episode.
1: Christmas meat.
0: <laughs> meat, meat, meat. What the? F- turkey, 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 turkey. Meat, turkey. meat, meat. meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turkey, 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 turkey. What was that? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. So this begins the uh inaugural uh Christmas festive holiday episode of Dance Robot Dance uh, in, which <laughs> in which in which we're going to talk about uh Christmas music. Um so yeah, I mean I am a big fan of Christmas overall in terms of the holiday and Christmas music. Uh I personally I've got like Over seventeen hundred Christmas songs in my iTunes library. I discovered today. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, I've got a huge fuck. Like it's almost thirty thousand songs to begin with, but a lot of that apparently is Christmas music. (laughs) 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 Um, I also, uh, Mark or uh, Eric, this will be a throwback for you. Um, do you remember Mark Hazelden's show on McMaster, like campus radio?
2: Yeah, 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 I do.
0: Uh, so he had a show called The New Cool that he usually hosted with his uh friend Aaron, but uh, Aaron had like gone home for Christmas, so he asked me to host, and we did like an uh epi- like a whole episode.
2: <laughs> I remember that,
0: yeah, on like Christmas music, and I I still have it like recorded. Uh, we recorded. The I tried to call in that it, like,
2: episode. Once a year. Oh,
0: did you? We didn't <laughs> know that to. what the fuck we were doing at all, man. <laughs> Like I, I we had no idea like how to run the setup and stuff like that. I mean, Aaron uh, sort of knew that stuff a little bit better, and so yeah, that was that was weird. That makes
2: more sense. I just yeah. thought you were like, I'm not. We're not taking any calls this time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Humper. We don't want to hear from him. I <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear some Trans Siberian Orchestra, man. That's oh, all. nice.
0: Yeah, we played. We ended up playing a bunch of like uh, sort of alternative and indie like Christmas music. Um, which we'll talk about tonight. So, uh, I'd like to just sort of go through what I consider like the sort of biggest and best sort of sub genres of Christmas music. Uh, and I just want everybody, I just, you know, I don't want to like do a bunch of lists and stuff like that, but just kind of talking about like what songs or artists or albums or whatever that you enjoy or that you grew up with and have had a lasting impact on you. Um, so, for me, I think like I don't think we can have a discussion about Christmas music without going back to like the like crooners and the classics yeah, and like yeah, the yeah. jazz and big band kind of stuff.
1: Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep.
0: So like here I'm talking like you know old blue eyes. You got like a Rat Pack with Sinatra and Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. and Bing
2: Crosby. Bing Crosby, <sighs> yeah. Bing
0: Crosby absolutely. Yeah, I've got probably. Frank Sinatra. 50 f- yep,
2: you already said that. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it's way, way to pay attention, Christy. That 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 wine really took effect early.
1: I haven't had any wine.
0: <laughs> um, Nat King Cole for sure. Like that is just amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get like some of the female artists, like Billie Holiday and Doris Day. So um, good.
3: Like,
0: Judy Garland. I've got my, yeah, I've got my "Love to Keep Me Warm" by Billie Holiday is like a song that I can listen to all year round, sort of thing. It's not just a Christmas song for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Mark is just staring at us blankly. So this has the <laughs> promise of possibly being our most divisive episode since uh, our Batman v Superman uh, commentary. <laughs> the Batman v Superman clusterfuck? Yeah, that that oh, one. <laughs> and that uh, Mark, Mark is not too big into the Christmas music. I just, I don't. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of trappings around Christmas that, like, I just I find them hokey and like (laughs) weird. So I just don't, I don't, I don't get into that side of things a lot of the time. So, yeah, the music I'm just like I can't listen to it. I need it off and away from me.
1: (laughs) Did you work in retail? Did someone hurt you?
0: Yeah, I worked at a movie theater for eight years. So that December Christmas CD used to like the Mariah Carey Christmas song. Like, I know every (laughs) fucking syllable of that goddamn thing to this day and i still have like a ptsd reaction so <laughs> i think everybody's got those that stuff that really just grates on them sort of but thing. even like the uh like uh, the stuff that you would like the was it um like bing crosby and david david bowie kind of thing yeah the 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 peace on earth and little drummer boy duet like yeah. e- even that like every year it was on that christmas cd that they played in the theater and i was just like fuck i hate this garbage god damn it so yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be super quiet in the next like <laughs> whatever however long this conversation goes on i'm just gonna be groaning but i'll have my mic muted so
2: no, <laughs> no it's better when we can hear you yeah no this is this
3: is
0: why you're here you're here to give a shit and keep things interesting here tonight so that... all right fair enough so i can just fucking give you guys shit for your your, no, weird your fucking... negativity
1: will make our christmas spirit all the more powerful that's how it works in all of these <laughs> specials
0: yeah exactly Oh, I need a drink. Speaking of that, Bing Crosby and David Bowie duet, like,
2: oh, so good. It's
0: it. I like it. I don't love it. Like, it's it's a little fucking forced and weird. And that their mm-hmm. two styles don't really fit together that well.
2: And you can tell in the music video too. They're like, it
0: was awkward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where the yeah, well, because it was on like Bing Crosby did like so many like radio specials and then eventually TV specials kind of thing, and it's taken from one of those. And mm-hmm. yeah, it does not feel feel natural at all. But I mean, it's still really interesting in a, in terms of a pairing because when the fuck else are you going to have David Bowie and Bing Crosby singing together?
2: Not anymore. But, yeah, it's true. No! Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck you, 2016. Fuck you, 2016. Um, let's see, what else do we have in this sort of era? You got like Andy Williams and Perry Como. Like Andy Williams, like, uh, most wonderful time of the year, I think is like, it's like the crowning achievement of like schmaltz and like uh, just over the top poppiness, but it's still so good.
2: So are oh. we doing the the Bing Crosby era or the David Bowie era? Uh,
0: I would say, uh, yeah, like the Bing Crosby, like, I, right now I think we're doing sort of the crooners, but also like the jazz and big bandy kind of stuff as well.
1: I was going to say, can we talk about the. Uh... The Charlie Brown trio, or is that is that not yeah. Vince? S-
0: we can do that. Yeah, I I have a sort yeah. of a separate section for soundtracks that it will that will that will also include ah. that for sure. But that is definitely <laughs> time yeah. Is
2: here. He is here.
0: That definitely falls under that sort of uh, <laughs> those Christmas classics. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 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 the worst part is I'm gonna have to listen to this like five times to edit it. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> La,
0: la, 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 <laughs> la, la, <laughs> fuck! I'm needing a gun tonight. La, 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 <laughs> hold on, I need to get my shotgun so I can put it in my mouth.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got another one that uh, that'll get everybody singing, which is uh, the the Drifters version of White Christmas. Oh yeah. Yeah, made famous on the Halloween or Home Alone soundtrack. Yep, mm-hmm. I've yeah. literally never regretted making the podcast until this moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here, let's sing more at him. What about? Oh no, we can't talk about soundtracks yet. Hats, the bells, sweet we'll get there. We
3: sing the dong ding dong.
0: <laughs> we could sing the, the meme <laughs> vers- oh, version of, of that. Though. The- Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie oh, with that? No, no,
1: that's bad. Ding
0: fazerdun, ding fazerdun,
1: ding. That's Fais a horrible song.
2: I like the South Park version. um yeah the bing i for i'll be home for christmas i really like the the original bing crosby one Mm -hmm. though yeah it warms my heart
1: so smooth
0: yeah absolutely like those are great songs like i have a really long drive to get home for christmas every year right now so i drive like (laughs) 13 14 hours to get home for christmas every year and so i definitely put on like that sort of stuff where it you know sort of makes me Excited to go home for the season kind of thing, not that I'm not excited otherwise, but what does your wife do? She just take like six xanaxes and pass out next to you so she doesn't have to <laughs> listen to it? She's okay with it as long as it's not the super Jesus y kind of Christmas music usually
1: do you like super Jesus y Christmas music?
0: <sighs> we'll talk about that that that's something <laughs> that i yeah that's something I think that we need to discuss a little bit, but oh, also
2: come, all ye faithful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but while we're on Bing Crosby, uh Malakaliki Maka is one of my favorite Christmas songs Malakaliki as well.
2: My dad Malakaliki. loves that song <laughs> oh, so, so much. <laughs>
0: and it's so corny and it comes like I really love like Hawaiian islandy music like that sort of 60s version where like all, all the like Lawrence Welkie sort of bands were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, with like all the pops pops kind of stuff and uh, yeah, that really f- that has cross appeal for there there for me. I have a uh, a weird memory of going to Eric's place around Christmas and the amount of Christmas music that was getting played in that house.
2: All the time.
0: <laughs> all the That's time. That's why I love Christmas music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. from my parents as well. Mm-hmm. My parents and my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: yeah.
0: Did we talk about White Christmas already? No, but we should. Uh, I love that song. And it's such a weird, like, it's from, what, Holiday what? Inn, right? The movie? Yeah, it, I yeah I don't.
1: Isn't it from White Christmas?
0: I thought it
2: was from White <sighs> Christmas. Or is there a White
0: Christmas? Yeah, it's from White there, Christmas. There's yeah. Let's yeah.
2: see. I I know it from the movie, from the White Christmas movie. Um, I didn't yeah. know there was something before that. So
0: I th- let me look it up because I think there was a movie called Holiday Inn that was a Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire movie. That yes, it is best known as being uh, the um. The first showing of White Christmas, oh, um, and then later on they did a movie based on White Christmas because it, cause it was such a popular song. Oh, um, yeah. So it, they they got the that actually got the Best Academy Award for original song in a movie in nineteen forty
1: three. Cool. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember it, but I remember
0: that. <laughs> You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then they they did uh, I think come back and uh, make a uh, a movie called that was actually called White Christmas later on. Um, 19... I know this because my mom watches a lot of like Turner Classic movies around Christmas.
2: Well, they're everywhere. I'm sure Mark yeah. loves that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so good. In
0: 1954, they did a, a a musical that was called White Christmas, and it was the highest grossing film of 1954 yeah yeah people love them christmas (laughs) (laughs) i doubled down on the vodka tonight guys so Mm. (laughs) good good i'll get you through it that's that's how a lot of people get through the christmas (laughs) holidays yeah yeah i just want to note i don't hate the holidays i like going (laughs) home and seeing my family and stuff yeah you're really giving us
1: that impression
0: the music and all this shit just so saccharine, it's just I it just grates on my last nerves, so I don't hate Christmas, I just hate everything about it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wait, does that mean Mark when you're driving back to St. Catharines you don't pop on one oh five point seven and have twenty four seven Christmas music?
0: I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Oh, it's the it's like
2: the Soft Rock station in St. Catharines.
0: The Chum FM or whatever. Some
2: something like that, yeah. Yeah. No. They do they do all Christmas like a week before. It's just Christmas no. all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've been driving around the past le- week listening or the last couple days anyway listening to the Westworld soundtracks. So <laughs> so good. Super good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did they release it?
0: It's on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've been looking for the vinyl for Mark but they didn't make one.
0: They haven't released it yet. It's coming out in the new year.
2: Yeah, it's not coming out yet. Well, you didn't look hard enough.
0: Because Mark's been collecting vinyl since before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've got satellite radio in my car, and I drive a lot for work, so I've been and there's like fucking like right now there's I think at least three different Christmas stations. There's like a holiday traditions, which is like those this older stuff that we're talking about now. There's um, Holly, which is uh, newer stuff like the sort of Mariah Carey-ish era stuff and then there's also a Spanish holiday channel
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that I think is co- it's called like Feliz Navidad or something like Feliz that. Feliz Navidad. Amazing. Yeah. Da, da, da,
1: da.
2: Feliz Navidad.
0: Another classic. Yes. Uh yeah. Um in the same era too, did you guys listen this is a, an album that had a was like a mainstay in our house. It was like the Glenn Miller in the Christmas mood. Oh, the Glenn Miller Orchestra.
2: See, like when when I was growing up, we always had like mixed CDs of Christmas stuff, so mm. um, yeah. it was always like a, a mixture of stuff. So I, d- I didn't listen to full albums of Christmas stuff. Okay.
0: Like I, I really love a lot of that older like big band, like not necessarily crooner kind of stuff. A lot of it was just like straight instrumental and like
2: mm-hmm. in
0: or like early '40s kind of stuff. Yeah, um,
2: like um, have yourself a merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Merry Little Christmas. Yeah,
0: that kind of thing. Judy Garland. But then, yeah. I would group into the same sort of era. Like, uh, the Carpenters did a lot of good Christmas music, too. Hmm.
1: <laughs> they really did. They did.
2: Yeah. Everything they touched was amazing, so.
0: Yeah, this is true. Uh, Harry Connick Jr., did you guys listen to that Christmas, those Christmas albums growing up?
2: Yeah. Their songs? Yes. And then they turned yeah. into Michael Buble CDs.
1: I love Michael Buble.
0: What the fuck?
1: What? <laughs> Michael Buble puts out a crazy good Christmas album.
0: Bet you never thought we'd be talking about Michael Buble on Dance Robot Dance. I definitely never did.
1: Why? Right, you have me on here.
0: Buble. The, the boobs?
1: I love Michael Buble. <laughs>
0: Um, and I don't think we can, uh, get past this section without talking about Elvis either. Yeah. He had a lot of that's really fair. great mm. Christmas songs. Um, Louis Armstrong, uh, did, had like his version of White Christmas is really, really good.
1: Yeah. It's stunning.
2: Stevie Wonder had an awesome song in the late sixties called What Christmas Means to Me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Stevie and the Jackson 5, but that's getting more into the seventies as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eartha kitt's santa baby is one of Mm -hmm. my favorites as well
2: my favorite version of that song
0: oh yeah it definitely dives really hard into the materialism side of things but i feel (laughs) like it's like poking in a tongue-in-cheek sort of way so
2: oh yeah but whenever i think of christmas her voice is one of the things i think of when i hear christmas music
0: yeah And well, you just brought up a good point that I've got too, Eric, is that like, I definitely have definitive versions of these songs. Like they might not necessarily be the original, although I do like in both, both with these and with like other songs that are covered a lot. I like trying to go back and finding like the actual original recording Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's so different than, than the, the version that kind of became really iconic or really well known and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the last two that I don't think we can move on from the section without mentioning would be uh, Gene Autry and Burl Ives, which had a lot of, the, both of them had a lot of really great contributions in some parts to like soundtracks.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Burl like, Ives is amazing.
0: Yeah, like Burl Ives is like uh, Holly Jolly Christmas. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he is Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Like he's not Rudolph, but yeah. he was a snowman. Like he just was that movie.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well and speaking of Rudolph, Gene Autry's version of like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, I think is probably my like Yeah uh icon- like my definitive version of that song. <clears throat>
2: mm-hmm.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: Alright, well, does anybody else have anything to say before we move on to something a little more modern?
2: Well it's hard to go past like there's so many different genres during this time span that we've talked about. I'm trying to I look at my list here. We talked about uh, the Vince Guardi trio, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yes, um, and we will again. Crazy. I promise. <laughs> yeah, because like that's that's important.
2: Yeah, um, like do we want to talk about well the eighties? Is I guess we haven't got up to the eighties. I'll wait for later for that. That'll be next. Uh, yeah, um, like Tchaikovsky is like way late, like way earlier. And whenever I think of Christmas, I think of you know Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Like
0: yeah,
1: Yep, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean the Nut Nutcracker in general.
2: Yeah, yeah. No. Nope. Um, yeah. let's see. Let me keep on. Did, we talked about your mean one Mr. Grinch? No, we didn't. Your
0: no. mean one. That that'll be it's I think one. that'll fall under our soundtrack section.
2: A lot of my stuff is <laughs> Christmas or TV yeah. based, you know. Yeah. With all the Christmas stuff showing up. Uh let me see. Let me see. Sorry. I have a lot of I have a long list of stuff. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and it's not it, it's not like in a, what about like the Chipmunks' like "Merry Christmas" um, song? That "Merry Christmas", oh, song? That, Christmas that is Christmas one that <laughs> it's annoying, but I that's one that <laughs> my wife I fucking hates. Ahur, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's one that I I can I can handle in small doses, sort of thing. Like I can handle hearing it a couple times throughout the season, but I can't. Like it's one that I can't do, like you know,
2: on a daily mm-hmm. basis. <laughs> I'm I'm skipping all the ones that are TV based now. <laughs> um, Otis Redding's Merry Christmas Baby. Oh, yeah. Otis Redding. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And even though Paul McCartney, like, the song is super. Oh, I guess this was in the 80s. The. Um, yeah. Wonderful Christmas Time. That's song. Wonderful Christmas Time. She'll yeah. be
1: having a wonderful Christmas time. Well, here, let,
0: let's move on then, because that kind of does bring us into the next uh, sort of era, which I think. Would be the more modern Christmas music, so I would say any. This would be like anything in terms of like rock or alternative or indie. Um, Anything like eighty, like nineteen eighty or later, I would say, kind of falls into this oeuvre, if you will. Are we
2: going up into the two thousands or
0: just yeah, absolutely up up until today, I think. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, so for me, I. I, looking through my collection, th- the one in this that really stands out for me and that I've played probably more than any others is the, uh, the Darkness Christmas. Yes! Yes, song. I was going to say that too. <laughs> like, Darkness so and
1: like, I believe everything
0: God loves yes, yeah. them. Guys? Have, have you ever heard their Christmas song, Christy? No? Christmas time, oh, don't God, let it's the amazing. bells in. <laughs> it's so good. Look it up right now. It's so okay. fucking epic. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, it, it's just super fucking epic, like hair metal. Uh I mean it's it's the darkness, right? It's basically like I believe in a thing called Love for Christmas.
2: It's so bombastic it's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like a big like tubular bell solo at the end kind of thing. Like, of course it does. Oh, yeah. So so good.
2: Um what else is good? <laughs> Are you watching the video right now? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that this was one that uh I mean the the whole like idea of like the Christmas number one in the UK that that was like the whole precedent for, or one of the main plots in what, Love Actually, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with, uh, was it Bill Nye's character? And this was um, one of those ones that I think hit the Christmas number one for whatever year it came out, like 2003 or something like that.
2: That sounds about right. They haven't really yeah. done anything since.
1: Look <laughs> at his sparkled tears. Oh, God. I, <laughs> yes. love,
2: I love the darkness.
1: This is amazing.
2: And he's like in front of the fire, and it's just, uh oh. So majestic, his hair.
1: The double playing guitar.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Another, uh, I guess, rock song that I actually really like is um, the Ramones, their Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight song. Yeah. A little more punky. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I I like that sort of stuff, too, that isn't just like straight up. You know, Christmas is happy and joyful and holly and jolly and shit like that. The ones that do mm-hmm. acknowledge that, yeah, it's a, it can be a difficult time of year for people as well.
1: Like Christmas shoes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh God, no! Fucking Christmas shoes! I hate that song fucking so much. Christmas
1: shoes.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that song until now. Oh. God. Oh God, it's so depressing.
1: It's it's <laughs> um, the worst Christmas song out there. It's the worst one. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard it, I was just, like, burst into tears. Just being like, why, why is the name get the get shoes? Kenneth's father's shoes!
2: <laughs> is it really the worst, or is Wham's Last Christmas the worst? Christmas. Oh, that's got some camp value, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: Christmas shoes is just meant to be devastating. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Mark, you posted something in Zencaster. Do you want to talk about that? It's um, Rob Halford from Iron Maiden, or, uh, <laughs> sorry, Judas Priest, sorry, Judas Priest doing, uh, I think it's White Christmas. No, o Holy Oh Night. Holy Night, Night. Yeah. Nice. There's a lot of, like, weird, like, rock Christmas songs that are, like, pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. There.
2: Oh, yeah, this is great. There's, yeah. like,
0: Deck the Hall, there's a Twisted Sister cover of Deck the Halls. Yeah. Tw- Twisted Sister did a whole Christmas album yeah um yeah. santa claus is coming to town but it's c-l-a-w-s and it's alice cooper um <laughs> white there's a guns and roses cover of white christmas which is actually oh, like, wow. hilarious if you listen to it i do have a pearl jam uh yeah. cover i think of uh christmas time is here uh no they do they have their own christmas song actually i was going to talk about that later they have a yeah. song called let me sleep that is like it was on a b-side for i want to say jeremy but i might be wrong um that they did specifically like the Pearl Jam Christmas song. So I've heard mm-hmm. it live once too, actually. They played it live. I've heard it oh, once. Nice. Hmm. And then I've like, what's the other one? Oh, Run Run Rudolph Run by Motorhead and Dave Grohl. By Motorhead, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Uh, I think it's I think it's I think it might be one of the probot things actually, but it is definitely like Dave Grohl playing drums with mm-hmm. Lemmy. At least with Lemmy. So uh
2: oh. Yep, Lemmy Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top and Dave yeah. Grohl. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Wow>. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. fun. Um, um, oh yeah, there's also, like, I was looking at another list, but, like, I, I think it was, like, a big thing in the 80s to have, like, your big rock band or whatever do, like, a uh, uh, some kind of Christmas song because there's, like, I remember there being a Queen one, uh, a Queen mm-hmm. Christmas single at some point. Um, well, then you got the Band-Aid one. Yeah, and there's the band-aid oh, one. Yeah. There's a U2 Christmas song, Do they too? know it's Christmas? The the one that was designed to make you feel bad about enjoying your Christmas?
3: Yeah. That's
0: true. <laughs> you shouldn't enjoy Christmas because some kids have AIDS. Yes.
1: <laughs> Christmas. I think we should all just sing the Christmas song from Community. Christmas. <laughs> Me so
3: Christmas. Oh. Me so funny. Me so Christmas. doopy doop doop sex.
0: Boopy doopy doop boop sex.
1: So
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, like, in the 90s, too, there was a lot of that. Well, I guess in the 80s. Let's see. Well, while we're talking about those ones that are sort of more in terms of the uh, darker side of Christmas, um, you've got, like, the, uh, the Pogues uh, mm-hmm. Christmas. What the fuck is it
2: called? Um, um, fairy Tale of New York.
0: Yeah, the, the that is a beautiful Christmas song that is very much you know sort of non-standard. It's the It's Christmas Eve, babe, in the
1: drunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why my life sucks today.
0: <laughs> or the uh, the Tom Waits uh, Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis. <laughs> it's a good song, actually. It is a really good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, it. I'm listening to it right now. Um, there's also the uh, maybe host a fucking podcast there, Tim. Yeah, fucking shoddy hosting again. <laughs> so it's, shoddy that's our that's our hosting. <laughs> it's a spot on our bingo card now. Yeah, yeah,
1: early. <laughs> <laughs> Shit hosting job.
0: <laughs> uh, Christmas wrapping wa- by the waitresses is that one that you guys know and enjoy? Yep. Yep. No.
2: I'll that send you like, the link. I have this yeah. as well on mine.
0: It's, <laughs> yeah, so good. And like, so, so 80s. Let's see. Everclear had a pretty good Christmas song, too. That was, again, another one of these like darker ones. It was, uh, I Will Be Hating You for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I remember that song, <laughs> actually. Uh, and Blink182 had a similar one, too. Uh, that was basically about like fucking hating going home for Christmas. Um, Let's see. Where's the blank one? It's I won't be home for Christmas. Um, let's see what else we got that falls in here. I the the Beach Boys kind of is half in the sort of classic era and half in the sort of rocky era because there was their mm-hmm. stuff was more like rocky. But they had like, uh, like Little Saint Nick and the Man with All the Toys. Like they had a couple of Christmas albums actually that both had a lot of stuff. And the Beach Boys were really big in my house, so. That was definitely some stuff that I grew up with. Same with mine. Um, have you guys heard the the Sufjan or Sufjan or however the fuck you say his name Stevens uh, Christmas albums? Yes, like he did like fucking five of them, and there's some yeah. really nice like mellow stuff on those.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's just he's a great artist.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, just generally.
0: I just <laughs> remember like when those start when they first started coming out, they were getting played around the university a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. while I was there because Sufjan was huge back then so mm-hmm. it was right around when uh Illinois came out I think so yeah
2: the Trans-Siberian Orchestra how did we not talk about them yet
0: <laughs> well that's coming up we got a we got an instrumental section
2: they have singers though
0: Well not 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 often
2: but one of their biggest songs are you know is that stupid true. Christmas and Canon or whatever it's called
0: yeah that's true Christmas can um and we already talked about Jackson 5 and Stevie Wonder I listed here. Mm-hmm. Sting did like a Christmas wintry album fairly recently. It had a did lot of like sort of, uh, yeah, what's it called? Um, I've got it. Uh, it's If Only, or no, If On A Winter's Night, 2009. And it's got um, a lot of sort of older like solstice like English carols kind of thing. Like some of those older English ones, which can be really nice if they're done in a sort of not cheesy way. Um, like stuff like uh, Low How Rose Air Blooming, or mm-hmm. Gabriel's Message, uh, or I Saw Three Ships, that kind of thing.
2: I love that song. <laughs> yeah.
0: I
1: also just love Sting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How can you not? You could be the drummer <laughs> from The Police if you want to not like Sting, because apparently they fucking hate each other, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Stuart Townsend I think his name is Is that the right I did Shit. not know uh,
2: that. Isn't Stuart Stuart Townsend In a different band He was in the who
0: No that's Pete Townsend Pete Townsend uh, my I I listen to a lot of Like music history Kind of stuff Stuart Copeland Sorry I don't know why I can't okay. remember the, I should know the drummer No there's a, there's like This story about like When they were on tour uh, he would arrange his symbols so that he couldn't didn't have to see Sting while he was <laughs> yeah.
1: <drawing>. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, they fucking hated each other.
1: That much?
0: I could see Sting being kind of insufferable, honestly. Can mm-hmm. Kind of? You could see him being... <laughs> sorry, wait. You could see him being kind of insufferable? <laughs> he may be like the most insufferable musician on the fucking planet, according to the stories <laughs> I've heard. Apparently, he's the biggest prick in the world, but... Fair enough. But he will dig Bart out of a hole, so there is that.
2: <laughs> um, um, Stuart Townsend, uh, on, as on a on an aside, was it's the, the guy actor, who, right? Yeah, he was originally yeah. Aragorn. Yeah, and right. he played oh. he played Lestat the second he time played around.
0: Lestat, exactly right. That's why I, I don't know why. Yeah, sorry.
1: Wait, he was origi- He was the original Aragorn. Who was this guy? Yeah,
0: yeah they fired. They him. Switched, they switched <laughs> him out like at the very last minute. So, uh,
1: yeah, um, who was this? What was his name?
2: Stuart, Stuart Townsend. Townsend.
0: Yeah. Oh. like he. I guess he ended up, it was that he looked too young, and uh, Vigo Mortensen looked a little sort of older. And uh, yeah. I think that was maybe one of the best decisions they made when they made that movie. But oh, it meant yeah. that Vigo Mortensen came in uh, with like only basically a few weeks uh, before they yeah. started shooting. And uh, did like an amazing weeks. job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, considering.
2: Also, apparently, Stuart Townsend's sort of a douche on set, so they sort of didn't want him <laughs> around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, could you imagine shooting those movies with like a fucking douchebag on set like, <laughs> no. you, must, that must've taken what like 18 months to shoot or something like that. Could you imagine that as somebody you didn't fucking like around at that point? Was, I think it was like two years or something. Yeah. Like I think that. it was two years. Yeah. Okay. To film go. all three. Um, yeah. Yeah.
3: I wouldn't uh, be able to handle that.
2: <laughs> um, it took 274 days oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. of pr- principal photography. And then they did an additional six weeks of shooting. Speaking of, Lord of the Rings reminds me of Christmas. I don't know why.
0: (laughs) They all came out around this time of year. Like, when they were coming out, it was, like, in December, right? I remember, like, those three years. Not the Hobbit movies, because I still haven't seen any of those. But, like, when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, like, uh, those three years were all, like, right around Christmas. Because we saw at least the first one together, didn't we, Eric?
2: Nope. I saw the first one in Westdale in Hamilton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh no, I was still working at the theater then. So yeah, I would have I would have saw them there. So
1: I took my little brother to see the first one.
3: Aww. Yeah. Aww.
1: It was awesome.
0: That's why we have our like Middle Earth movie marathon at this time of year because Alicia really associates and I do too. Associates those movies with this time of year.
2: Yeah, for sure. Let's see what other things. Um Did I talk about BB King? Oh yeah, BB King released an album in 2001 and it's like amazing. It's a blues holiday album. Huh, with, I don't you know, have that one. Playing guitar. It's called... Um, that one
0: That one I bought for my dad that year.
2: A Christmas oh, nice. celebration really? of hope. Yeah. yeah. It's phenomenal.
1: You you huh. iced your heart and <laughs> bought your dad?
0: My dad loves B.B. King, so... I think it was like... I think for his birthday one year, I got... Maybe... Yeah, I don't know. I, him and my mom went and saw him like before he died. Like at Roy Thompson Hall.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice.
3: Yeah.
0: Um... Around this sort of same period, there was a couple series of albums that I think uh, had a lot of really good stuff on them. One was the uh, Very Special Christmas albums. Any of you guys have these in your house? I no do not. No fucking idea. You I mean like the, the
1: mashups of Mary's artists.
0: So in some cases, yeah. They, they were um, basically uh, charity albums for the Special Olympics. And there was like five or six um, different albums. And a lot of the... Um, songs from like really well-known artists that you would know from this period came out on those albums. So you've probably heard a lot of the songs off of them. Um, Like let's see the Eurythmics version of Winter Wonderland was on the first one. Uh, The Bruce Springsteen uh, version of Merry Christmas Baby. (laughs) (laughs) There's a John Mellencamp version of I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Uh, Madonna's version of Santa Baby came out on these. Yeah. Uh, Ut, U2's uh, "Baby, Please Come Home." Okay, yeah. So all these are songs that that were on these that were released on these, and there's about five of them. That's just the first one. Like there's, let's see, what are some of the other really good ones from the later ones? Uh, Sting did songs on a couple of them.
2: What was this called again?
0: A Very Special Christmas. The Smashing Pumpkins Christmas song, which is just called Christmas Time, was on the third one, which is fucking horrible. I don't mind it. Um oh,
2: I remember these albums.
0: Yeah, uh No Doubt did a song called Oi to the World that was on the third one, which is a really good like ska song on its own. And it was really oh, weird cuz it's like 90 90s... Yeah. It was 97, which is when like No Doubt like fucking blew up. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, that's a really good one. What else was on these? chris cornell's ave maria which is not so great no not great at all <laughs> you know who my
1: favorite version of ave maria is is um uh what's it? garrett <laughs>
2: <laughs> ave
3: maria. i love that
0: because they're all just like staring at shirley the whole time too she looks horrified <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's great. So those are definitely ones I recommend. Community reference. (laughs) The other ones, uh, have you guys ever heard anything off of the Maybe This Christmas albums? No. There's there's two or three of, I think, two or three, yeah, three of these. The first one's called Maybe This Christmas. The second one is Maybe This Christmas 2, T-O-O. And this third one is Maybe This Christmas Tree, T-R-E-E. And it's all indie artists. So like... um, (laughs) Phantom Planet and Coldplay and uh, Bright Eyes and Jimmy Eat World and Ben Folds and Death Cab. Why
1: have I not listened to these?
0: Yeah, Death Cab has a version of, of Baby Please Come Home on these. Um, and there's a, a a Rufus Wainwright song that's really good. Uh. Uh, Rilo Kylie, Guster. Guster's Guster. done <sighs> to Santa Claus. That, that's probably the one that, mo- that most people have heard off of this these albums. Didn't we see Guster, Eric?
2: Did you come with... I've seen them a couple times.
0: I saw so, them. Maybe they opened for somebody. Were they opening for like...
2: They opened for Matt Good. Um, when he, the last time that he played at the warehouse. When it was called the warehouse. <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, those are ones that I highly recommend. Um, I seem to remember the Deers opening for him. Like for Avalanche. Yep. But yeah. Okay, that no, no, was, Guster was before. Sorry. Guster, Guster was before.
2: and then Deers and then Matthew Good.
0: Right. Yeah. Wow, that's a hell of a lineup. The Deers were fantastic. It
2: was the first time Guster came up this uh, way, too. So oh, That's
0: true. Yeah, the Deers are really good live. I've seen them a couple times live. Yeah, me too. They're all, they're fantastic live. Yeah. How about how about rap Christmas songs? Have you guys heard the Run DMC Run Christmas DMC? tunes? Run <laughs> DMC? Yeah. Well, come on, guys, it's in Die Hard, so like how can you miss it? <laughs> it's true. You should be watching it every year. At yes. Cuz Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's the it greatest is. Christmas Absolutely. movie. <laughs> Christy, why are you making um, that Have you face?
2: not seen Die Hard?
0: Have you seriously never seen Die oh, Hard? No. Oh, no. Okay. Grab behind <laughs> your hair.
1: I'm <High laughs> you. in, in your sleep. I'm fucking
2: kicking <laughs> her from the recording. That doesn't work for my daughter. It's not going to work for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so Run DMC's Christmas tunes are both really good. Um, mm-hmm. And those were also ones that, that showed up for the first time on those very special Christmas albums. Um, let, let's get back to something a little more, uh, Christie's era. I'm sure that Christie, you've heard the she and him Christmas album. Really?
1: You
2: know, you know who that is, right?
1: Yeah. David Chanel and her ex now ex-husband.
0: You, sure. I don't follow yep. that much, but sure. Maybe, but it's a genuinely good album anyways.
1: <laughs> I've heard it's very good. I, uh, yeah. I believe it is very good. I, uh, just, yeah, I never, <laughs> I don't know. I, again, I probably was listening to an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> or Muppet Christmas Carol.
2: Yeah, then yep, that's fair. Um,
0: what about the the Charlemagne Christmas albums? That's Christopher Lee's uh, like metal band, metal
3: metal band. before yeah, he yeah. tragically Wait, passed like, away.
1: S- like Sauron.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You didn't know he made a metal album? He multiple made a metal, metal albums. Album? Yeah, multiple what? and Christmas metal albums. They're phenomenal. Oh my god. Yeah, he that's does mostly amazing. just, like, spo- spoken word over it, but it's so good.
1: I believe it.
0: With his, like, crazy booming voice. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God, I bet that's amazing.
0: Yeah. I have the albums somewhere.
1: That's so cool. Yeah, Why did I not know this about amazing. Christopher Lee? <laughs> oh, this is what happens when you don't watch Die Hard.
0: Uh, no.
1: You literally miss out on life.
0: <laughs> well, you are missing out. How did you
1: not have
2: seen Die Hard?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I haven't seen Die Hard. Okay, I just haven't. Okay, it's on, it's on TV, TV like all it.
2: the time during this season. I don't have yeah, cable. For sure. <laughs> it's on the internet.
1: Guys, <laughs> I, I don't have the internet. I do. I have the internet.
0: <laughs> uh,. Yeah, anybody else have anything that s- sort of fits into this category that they want to throw out there?
2: Uh, this era, let's see. I'm not bringing up the Mariah Carey because I hate that song.
1: So bad. Uh, oh, Lord. Um. See, all of them, like, well, you know who I did like, and this is more, oh, well, maybe this is wait for the Christian part. Never mind.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Eric, you got anything?
2: Uh, Hall and Notes did Jingle Ball Rock, and I do enjoy their version.
0: Really interesting. Um, Jingle Bell Rock, the like the original Brenda Lee version is one that we didn't mention, but is
2: amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do prefer that version, but you know, Hall of Notes is... Hall of Notes. No, all the stuff from this era, I probably associate with um, TV shows and movies.
1: Yeah, me too. A lot of my favorite Christmas al- things are albums from uh, movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, well, let's move on to the next section then, and one one section closer to the soundtrack portion of our show. Uh, and this is going to be probably where Trans-Siberian Orchestra, I think, would fall into for me, which would be like the instrumental or like pops sort of Christmassy music. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that probably stands out the most for me in this group, and this is one that I always throw out there and is always – Like, either people are like, fuck yes, or like, what the hell is that? And it's Mannheim Steamroller.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I remember (laughs) Mannheim (laughs) Steamroller. All
0: right. Um, Yeah, my parents had all these albums, and it's like, they started in, like, the 80s, and it's all, like, synth and electronic, but really upbeat and happy and just really great instrumental versions, and they've done, like, fucking probably... Seven or eight Christmas albums, or something like that. It's some Billion of what they're best known for. Yeah, um, yeah. I I just checked. I've got seventy-eight uh, Mannheim Steamroller Christmas songs in my good libra- in my library. That's fantastic.
2: <laughs> I totally forgot about them. Jeez. Yeah, I have
0: no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll bring something up for you here, Mark. But um, Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah it's it's really it's one of those things that like if your family sort of listen to it then you know it if not then like mark mark's like what the fuck is this
3: <laughs> um
0: but the one that always stands out for me is uh with them is um their version of joy to the world um again these are almost all in- entirely instrumental there's a couple that have lyrics uh but because um, my sister with this in the opening um it has, like, this sort of intro part that uh, goes do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And my sister has somehow decided that the lyrics for that part are pineapple, 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 pineapple.
2: <laughs> and I don't know why.
0: I can hear it, actually.
2: <laughs> she sang that the last time I saw her, which was around Probably, Christmas time. Yeah. I was so confused. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> around this time of year, she'll just, like, randomly text me. Just pineapple, 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 pineapple. And that's like her way of saying, I'm excited for Christmas.
3: That's so cute. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. <laughs> and they like go around and tour and do like Christmas concerts now. And I'd really like Are to go still see doing one of them someday. Oh. Yeah, they're still doing it. Uh, Chip Davis is like the lead, like main guy behind uh, Mannheim Manheim He does it with like a full orchestra and everything. And I'd really like to go see one someday.
2: I honestly did not think they were still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're still going.
0: Um, they Dude actually Lord. do concerts at uh, at Universal in in Orlando as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Co- I think this time. gave me ear cancer. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Yeah,
0: it's 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 not it's not for everybody.
1: When you're saying pineapple, pineapple, all you hear is that terrible. Um, apple pen I, I, in my I head. Have a I hate pen. it so much.
2: I have pineapple. pineapple.
1: I hate it so much. <laughs> pineapple
2: pen. Apple um. pen.
1: Pineapple pen. It's oh, literally the worst.
2: Pen, pine, pen apple, Pineapple apple pen. Apple pen.
1: <laughs> I, could, I watched maybe 10 seconds. I was like, nope. I'm out.
2: <laughs> you know that guy made it. In, he made it into the YouTube rewind video of this year.
1: Of course oh, he did. Of course he did. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh but yeah I would say that
0: that sort of Trans-Siberian Orchestra falls into this same sort of genre of mostly instrumental I mean definitely a little more rocky yeah stuff and I'm
2: sure everyone has heard them because of that that uh house that was synchronized to the yeah to what song was it the wizards of winter yeah yeah wizards of winter oh yeah 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 Oh, um, they so good.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, have, did you guys... This is another one that's probably going to be weird and probably just my house. My dad had these Wyndham Hill sampler albums that were like
3: Yo.
0: instrumental, like, winter solstice music and that I, for some... Uh, he always played them around this time of year, so I associate those with Christmas as well. But anyways.
2: I don't know these, no? Wy-
0: Wyndham yeah. Hill's like a label that I guess does mostly, like, New Age and sort of, like... Um, folky kind of music? I don't know. Like Enya or more like folk. Something like M- the both. Like they have some that are a little bit more like that new agey kind of stuff and then some that lean a little bit more towards like you know, music you play on a lute kind of thing. <laughs> oh, like <Quoth.
1: laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Go both Yeah, Go both. Both. Um he plays a lute.
0: But I think, uh, Eric, your, the Nutcracker, the Tchaikovsky stuff also mm-hmm. sort of falls into this class for me as well.
2: Yeah. I also have um, – I used to listen to a lot of the Boston Pops because of John Williams. So they yeah. have a number of Christmas albums as well.
0: Yeah. I, I love the Boston Pops version of uh, Sleigh Ride. That's probably my like definitive version of Sleigh Ride. Hmm. That was a good one. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah. That, that brings me to another sort of point. There are certain songs that I prefer as instrumental songs, Christmas songs I prefer as instrumental, like, like Slay Ride is one of them. Um, Carol of the Bells is another. I'm not real big on Carol of the Bells with the lyrics and everything.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. But but I like it better as with just bells. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Ding, just bells or like, dong. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, Christy,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a bell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, anybody have el- anything else to throw in here? Or do we want to move on to soundtracks?
1: Soundtracks!
2: Um, yeah, nothing else from <laughs> instrumental.
0: Alright, soundtracks. I know you guys have some stuff on here, so go.
1: Oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> Love actually and the Muppet Christmas Carol and. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Charlie Brown. but Love actually
0: has that fucking terrible Mariah Carey shit.
2: Yep.
1: You know what, though? It's fine.
2: Mm. It's got some good stuff. You can too. skip it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you can skip that song. You can hear the little girl do it, and it's way cuter.
0: Yeah. If you really love Christmas.
1: Come on and let it snow.
0: You're trying to stick too many syllables in there. It doesn't work.
1: (laughs) I love that we always quote things, but kind of wrong. Yeah. (laughs) It's like another dance robot dance bingo card. Quote, sort of.
0: Yeah, paraphrase. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I have a confusing soundtrack, because I play it both at Halloween and at Christmas. It's the Nightmare Before Nightmare Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me
0: too. That 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 one is probably, I would say, Alicia's, if not her favorite, then one of her favorites. Although, mm. my Manheim Streamroller is one that Alicia and I bonded over, because uh, her mother had those albums growing up as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas. I definitely play like uh, the making Christmas, and What's This, and stuff What's like this? that.
2: Yeah. And then the the remake album that they did a number of years ago with like Oh god, it's Marilyn so good. Manson. Yeah.
0: Oh that yeah, that version of this is Halloween by Manson is fucking amazing. Oh, it's one of my favorite like Scary. Halloween season songs. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And the corn uh, uh, kidnap the Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Kidnap the Santa Claus, Throw him in a bag.
2: Yeah. Na 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 na. Um, other and Mr. Oogie Boogie Man! The meanest guy around. <laughs> I get out of town. What are um, the good Muppet songs?
0: Oh, yeah, oh, Muppet a good songs? Muppet song?
1: um, like John Denver's Life is Christmas. Full of sweet surprises. Every day's a gift. Ugh, all of it. All of it's so good. <laughs> oh, it's man. the singing
0: of a street corner What's choir. The one where... It's sitting home and getting warm by the fire. So good. Wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. What's the one more sleep?
1: One more sleep till Christmas. Yeah. It's all the rats. It's a season (laughs) to be jolly and joyous. (laughs) Mark is just going to murder all of us.
2: He's dying a little bit. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: a season when the saints can employ us. La, to la, spread la. the news about peace and to keep dun, love alive. Dun, dun,
3: dun, <sighs> la la la. Yeah, where he does the <laughs>
0: duet na, with uh, Tiny Tim. Na, na,
1: na, 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 na.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that soundtrack definitely so had some some really good stuff on it.
3: Yeah.
1: It's so good. It just That's what makes my holidays. When I watch Muppet Christmas Carol, I'm like, it's Christmas time. It's friggin' Christmas. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> about to start. Let's put some fucking presents under the tree. <laughs> I need to like... Where's, where's the cookies and the milk? I don't say it doesn't exist right now, but that's okay. It'll some... exist from in my heart for 20 minutes when I put those cookies and milk out. <laughs> Give it's me my fucking
3: eggnog.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, eggnog's gross. Oh,
0: I love eggnog.
1: But I'm like, where's the turkey? Where's the turkey? We got a. Where's that that scene when like Miss Piggy's putting the tiny turkeys in and she's roasting them because they're so poor and it's hilarious. <laughs> so good. What about the so the, the, um...
0: the Muppet
2: Family Christmas?
0: oh yeah oh. Muppet Family Christmas oh when Spears posted that this week I get such feels for that Christy have you ever seen that of course
1: I've seen that
2: I watched it this past week too oh, it's so not
0: good. one that they ever like really re-air right like it's, Wait, isn't it's that one...
1: the one where they're all trapped in a cabin
0: yeah they they all go to Fozzie's mom's
2: house
1: yeah yep yep yep
2: and then the chef um, when the turkey's talking to the <laughs> chef and he's like hey look at this big ass bird <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, the, the
0: chef is plotting to cook Big Bird Big Birdy <laughs> <birdie>, <laughs> Get
1: the birdy in the pan <laughs> oh, so yep. uh,
0: And the Fraggles show up And the Sesame Street characters show up And there's yeah, a so In retrospect heartbreaking cameo By uh, uh Jim Henson But anyways we're talking uh. about the music
2: I'm oh, sorry. I, uh, I want to go back to the instrumental because I totally forgot that uh, the Brian Setzer Orchestra did a great Christmas album uh, back when I, you know swing was the thing. When swing <laughs> became
0: repopularized for the mid nineties. Yeah, mid nineties.
2: Yeah. Sorry, uh, that just popped in my head.
0: Those were dark times. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. The I love the swing zippers. Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I took uh, swing lessons and and Charleston lessons and Lindy Hop did lessons. Really? A f- yeah, a few a few years ago. We can't do it right now because she's her arms are recuperating from a surgery. But uh, yeah, we took lessons. It was fun.
2: I did swing as well.
0: Yeah, there's a few different like uh, there's like a month a couple places that do like monthly swing dance nights in Atlanta.
1: That's so cool. Did you
0: never do yeah. it at Mac, uh, Tim? I thought I saw you no. there. No. <sighs> not that I remember. I might have gone once or twice, but not not like sort of routinely mm-hmm.
2: i'd rather lindy hop than swing anyway but
3: yeah
0: well lindy I, I know more i know more moves in swing than i know on lindy hop mark you're learning all sorts of shit about us tonight <laughs> yeah worrisome stuff <laughs> <laughs> mark has lost so much faith in, in myself and christy and eric tonight
1: nah he never he never had faith in me Good. <laughs> <He> did
0: <laughs> I'm neither. I'm neither going to confirm or deny that. So, (laughs) come on, Mark. Even you have to admit that we can't get out of this category without talking about like the claymation specials, Mm. like the Rudolph and Frosty and the music from those.
2: Yay!
1: Rudolph is.
0: uh, I I hate those too. So, what's
1: wrong with you? Uh. Who hurt you?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Where, show us where the san on the doll where the Santa touched you, Mark. I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't like. I love going to see my family, and that's what Christmas is for me. I don't care about Santa or any of this, like <laughs> singing carols and like having a fire, or whatever. Like that fires are awesome. There's our resident Scrooge and uh, and also the Grinch, which also has some amazing songs in it. Mm. Boris You're a mean Karloff,
1: one. yeah, Mr. Mark.
0: Who did that? No, it wasn't uh, Boris Karloff that did. uh, Yeah, he sang it. Did he not? You're a mean one. No, it's. uh, Fuck! It was a guy that did some voices for Disney park stuff as well. He did the narration for the um, uh, the haunted mansion. Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Who is also the voice of Tony the Tiger,
2: and the haunted mansion,
0: and the haunted mansion. Yeah. He yeah. was the one that did uh, that did your mean one, Mr. Grinch.
2: Yeah, my bad. Christmas card revoked. <laughs> yeah, and the, the <laughs>
1: Yahoo Doris, Yahoo Doris, welcome Christmas. Christmas Day.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we already talked about the Charlie Brown Christmas, but that definitely bears mentioning oh, yeah. again because that is oh, fucking man, outstanding.
2: I'm going to buy one of those little trees and put it in. In cat's room and just keep pressing the button.
0: <laughs> oh, Alicia has a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Oh, so because they so actually them. sold them for a little while.
2: They still do. They're at yeah, like they still uh, sell them. Home Hardware yeah. or something. Well, no, the other one, Home Depot. Home Depot, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Mark and I tried to find a good one last year, but it was just. Uh, well, they were all like kind of che- cheap looking.
2: Mm. Mm. But they're supposed to be. They're but the supposed Charlie to look Brown, cheap.
0: Yeah, they're, they're supposed to not look good. It's supposed to look shitty and like it's gonna fall apart in any moment.
1: No, it, you know when like you can just tell it's cheaply made? Some of them are really nice, like crap looking. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they work real hard to make it look like crap. <laughs> yeah. Crap, 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 crap bag.
0: One of the branches actually like fell off of ours, so I duct taped it back <laughs> on and I feel like it just sort of adds to it.
2: Yep, yep, totally. <laughs> it's,
0: it's totally appropriate. Um,
2: I can only imagine what Mark is actually surfing on the internet right now. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's porn, isn't it? Is it Christmas porn?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. i actually reading about the uh, Christopher Lee metal albums because. Oh, I've nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Um. Anybody else have any other soundtracky stuff?
2: Uh, I guess the Home Alone soundtrack is pretty. Uh, oh yeah. Fun. Um yeah. Just. For nostalgia reasons,
0: yeah. Um, Oh, what's the what's the like?
2: Oh, the Scrooged one.
3: All in the family, (laughs) all in the music.
0: That sounds terrifying. Somewhere in my memories. Oh, that was scratchy and shit.
2: Wasn't that at the end of like Home Alone two or something? No, the first.
0: It was the first one. It was the one that the um, shoveling guys. Kid is singing at the church. Oh, yeah, when they go. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I have a soundtrack, but it's not really a soundtrack. It's like a compilation. Um okay. But the roads, the first Rosie O'Donnell Christmas.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know about this.
1: What? What? You guys never heard about the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas? Oh I think, my God! I think Mark God, just died. Like five.
0: I think Mark. I think Mark's dead. <laughs>
1: wait let me find we it we need to
0: get screenshots of Mark for this episode
1: <laughs> yeah that's true Rosie O'Donnell Christmas here we go oh my god it was such a great album I loved it so much
2: I yeah, don't she did like songs believe with you.
1: Cher and Macy Gray
2: <laughs> uh, no
1: <laughs> no guys seriously it was so good yeah hey, Rosie I'll give it Christmas, a shot. even it was.
2: though you can't see me in the video I'm doing what Mark's doing right now <laughs>
0: Oh, I got a great screenshot of Mark This is this is totally our screenshot for the episode I'll send it along after
2: Christmas in the Stars was a good
0: uh, Cheesy, I guess It had some good stuff on it, yeah, the the Star Wars yeah. Christmas album
2: By Miko <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's a uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas That's all That's narrated by wait, uh, C-3PO, C-3PO? By Anthony Daniels Yeah,
1: Guys, wait, I think we were passing over The Rosie Dollar Christmas too fast <laughs>
0: I think that's by design. <laughs> I <think we> need-
1: <laughs> no guys, we need to talk about this. It's Important to me. You're-
0: All right, Wait. we'll let you talk about this for about 20 minutes like you did with uh King Killer Chronicle last okay. week.
1: Okay. Just okay, go. okay. So, A Rosy <laughs> Christmas has um <laughs> Okay, oh my God! So Celine Dion is the opening song with oh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, and then it's with Cher, and then she did one with Trisha Yearwood, and then a song with Billy Joel, Billy Joel. and she did a song with NSYNC, and then she the did the next, what one is I next. Hear with Elmo. Oh God! And then no. oh, and oh, then Elmo. she did "Gonna Eat for Christmas" with Gloria Estevan about how they talk about being full-bodied women at Christmas, and <laughs> they, um, she did "White Christmas" with Elton John. And then Last Christmas with Darren Hayes of Savage Garden. And then Little Drummer <laughs> Boy with Lauren Hill of the Fugees.
0: Savage Garden. And, oh and, sweet. And Jesus. I'm not done.
1: I'm not done. I'm not done. And then you don't she have said, to say side note, since I've
0: said four things. Eric, remember back in the Matthew good band days they used to yep. have the fucking bass stack and it was Savage Garden equals bad, Savage yep. Garden equals
3: good? <laughs> yes,
0: yes. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <Okay, but guys, laughs> I want guys, you wait, wait. I don't know if, no if I, I need, need you, you. <laughs> that was the last
0: <laughs> thing I'm going to say I'm trying to find my utility <laughs> knife so I can slash my wrists
1: <laughs> but yeah but guys then
0: down the street not across the road Santa Mark
1: Claus. Yeah, right
2: damn right I'm listening Christy keep going
1: okay so she did I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus with the rugrats Angelica's Angelica pickles oh, um, that's, <laughs> and
2: that's awesome I do love yep. the rugrats
1: what the fuck yep. And she also did Winter Wonderland with Donnie Osmond. Um, oh, God. And Santa's Coming to Town with Rosemary Clooney. And then Oh, Holy Night with Billy Porter.
3: My
0: sister probably Billy has this album. Because she loved this shit out of some Rosie O'Donnell. Sorry.
1: Well, she would love this. There's like two or three of them.
2: Good Lord. And
0: Rosie sings on all of them?
1: Yes. And, I don't oh know if I God, could I take on that. <gasps> I have it on Spotify. I'm downloading it. I'm listening to it. This is so exciting. I can't
0: imagine. Yeah. I cannot imagine that Rosie O'Donnell is is much of a singer. No.
2: Well,
1: how do that I download would, that, this? No.
2: Jesus. Add to.
1: add to. What? Oh, how do I. Just save. Save.
2: <laughs> Tim, save us. Move forward. All right. Uh, yeah.
0: Moving on from soundtracks before we all, all go the way of Mark and kill ourselves. Uh, I must have taken the knife out of the room. I can't find it. It's probably for the best. <laughs> that was the last sort of like subgenre I wanted to co- uh, cover, but uh, I asked the guys, uh, everybody, to sort of think of a couple of underappreciated Christmas songs, like ones that you really like but that don't like get played very often or covered very often. Um, uh, oh, I should
1: have saved a rosy Christmas for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, do you have any there?
2: Uh, not really, because all my all the stuff I really like is traditional. So, like, I think I. <laughs> I saw three ships is probably the one that no one likes, and I really like that yeah. song. I really um, like that too, yeah. And good, I like I like traditional Christmas songs. I find them fun. And, yeah,
0: so you like the old the old English ones, that kind yeah, of thing.
2: Like good King Wenceslas and stuff like that. Um, and they're like a lot of people are listening to it now because the Pentatonics have mm. like just taken over all of that. So then they get right, new good arrangements. So you know, I like choir music.
0: I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I really like the um, Mannheim Steamroller versions of both of those two Cause when they're doing those older songs, they um, sort of go back into the more traditional instruments. So they'll play it on like, um, like tin flutes and that sort of thing. Yeah. And like lutes and harpsichords and that sort of stuff. And it sounds really good. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Christy, do you have any underappreciated Christmas songs?
1: Well, there is one by Amy Grant, and it just got done by Kelly Clarkson a few years ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember hearing it before it was cool. What's it <laughs> called? And oh, let me just look it up. I had it listed, but I just had.
0: Is this gonna be like the uh, uh, Mark number two um, not telling us the actual name of the Cindy Lauper album that he likes <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: that was on his top oh, five? Grown
1: up, grown up Christmas List. Grown Up Christmas List.
2: That's a pretty mm. popular
1: song. Like it wasn't though for a really long time, um, but also her other song, Mary's Song, was quite beautiful. It was very. Breath stunning. of Heaven. Yeah, Breath of Heaven. Mm. They used to play that every year at my church, and everybody would cry because it was at like the ten o'clock service, and all the candles would be lit, and be snowing outside because there wasn't global warming yet, and um, <laughs> it would just be like soft light and like everyone would just be like oh we're going home to celebrate jesus and everyone would just cry and one year i got to sing it and everybody cried and it was just like yeah
2: from goodness or (laughs) badness
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm an incredible singer um but that would probably be that would probably be that would be mine
0: all right uh do do i dare ask mark if you have a Christmas song that you think should get more play but doesn't. There's go listen to the Pearl Jam Christmas song. It's called "Let Me Sleep." It's beautiful.
1: Go listen to that. Is about shutting the hell up about Christmas.
2: It is a good song. I really like that song.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, I've never heard that. I will. I will go find that. No, I really. I love like those sorts of. Uh, like I like when people make their own Christmas songs that aren't just like cheesy bullshit, like sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I'll definitely check no, that it's, out. It's it's good. He uh, there's a live version on it on one of their DVDs too. So. You can find that. It's just like him and Mike like sitting in the stands playing it. So it's pretty cool. All right. Um, For me, there's one going back to like sort of the crooner era. uh, There's a song called the Christmas waltz that uh, is really nice. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's in three, four time and I'm a sucker for songs that are in like, you know, non four, four time uh, in general, but uh, it doesn't really get covered that often. It's kind of in the margins of, holiday songs um but i really like sort of the sentiment and the tune and frank sinatra does a really good version of it so that would be the Mm. one that i think could definitely get more love
2: yeah the blue eyes version is the only one i know of that actually
0: yeah there are i think uh i think she and him did a version of it on their album as well Hmm. Uh, but yeah it's it's not a very commonly well here let me sort my christmas playlist by name and see if i have any other versions Oh shit! I've got like a dozen versions.
1: <laughs> okay, maybe it's maybe it's not as
0: underappreciated as I uh, as I originally thought. Um, I've got a Carpenters version and a Doris Day version. Oh yeah, she and Ooh. him did
2: do a version as well. Carpenters. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, this is something we already touched on a little bit, but uh, I we I want to talk a little bit about like the sacred Christmas music. So by sacred I mean like music that specifically references like jesus and the bible and christian themes and that sort of thing and whether you embrace it and enjoy it whether it kind of weirds you out a bit or how you deal with that that segment of things go ahead anybody
2: i love it i love it because I've, i've been doing choral music for most of my life and you know i love doing christmas concerts so i embrace it i love it i think it's fun
3: yeah
1: yeah, I'm kind of, like, I grew up being, you know, in a pretty religious home, and so it was just kind of a part of Christmas, so it's like the one time of year I kind of appreciate the, the music, because it did bring us a lot of Christmas songs. It did inspire a lot of...
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, I'm, I'm okay with it as long as it's not, like, forcedly pushed upon you because of its religious connotations. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mark? I yeah the religion side of things I'm way disconnected from
2: it burns <laughs> it burns, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: kinda yeah, so I don't really have any particular opinion that I'm gonna say on the podcast. You just stay away from it entirely, yeah, so i'm I'm kind of split on it like i I was raised Catholic, but I am I would say staunchly agnostic at this point Preach. um yeah and uh, so, but I do have a lot of really good memories of it, I would say, but but hearing some of it now, like especially if it is like the a lot of choral arrangements I just find really cheesy um there there's good ones and there' and there's bad ones. um, so for the most part, I usually shy away from the lyric uh ridden sacred music, but I do still love the tunes. There's still a lot of really beautiful just music there. Yeah. So, I'll listen to a lot of instrumental uh of those, like, sacred songs, but maybe not. I shy away a little bit more from, like, the joy to the world, yeah, savior, 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 savior oh, kind So of thing. much fun to sing.
3: It is. <laughs> I'm with you there.
0: Like, I've, I've sung the Messiah multiple times, and I love it. It's a beautiful piece of music, mm-hmm. but... I've also attended Messiah concerts, and about halfway in, I'm like, oh, fuck me. It's like, a long concert, man. It's long, and it's a lot of Jesus all in one fucking dose. It's, it's also very loud.
2: Like, yeah. There's no point where you're just like, let's go piano for a bit. No, it's like, you start at forte, and you end up at like 14 fortes.
0: Double, Yeah, quadruple <laughs> forte, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, all right, so now this is this is Mark's part of the episode. <laughs> Name a song or artist or maybe entire subgenre of Christmas music that you just can't fucking stand. I mean, everybody has those ones that really just annoy the shit out of them and that you fucking hate. So let's go to Mark first on this one. All of it. All of it. Primarily. <laughs> um, I really have like a. I have a. Uh, like those, you were talking about the Christmas specials, like the Rudolph and that kind of stuff. Like those, for some reason, those really great on me. Um, probably because of repetition, but, um,
2: Santa touched him.
0: Anything you hear in a mall or anything like that. I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm being totally the Scrooge tonight, but I just, I can't. (laughs) i blame (laughs) the
2: fairview for this you're a mean (laughs) one mr
1: grinch Grinch.
0: i I worked there a little bit too long i think so i heard a lot of this shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) really oh yeah i mean i I do
0: i do feel you on that i worked retail a few years at future shop and uh there's definitely some stuff that i can't stand they have the worst
2: fucking cds yeah they really did that just kept rotating oh horrible
0: yeah, I uh, I actively avoid stores and stuff like that this time of year. Like, I went grocery shopping a couple days ago, and, like, just being in the store, I was like, for fuck's sakes, like, I didn't bring my headphones in. This sucks. <laughs> Wait
2: till Amazon Go gets here. That's going to make things so much easier.
0: Well, I usually when I go into a store, I have, like, I have my headphones in, so I don't really, like, I'm that guy who's wandering around the fucking store with his iPod or iPhone playing in his ears. I do so that I a lot, the, too. I used to. I was just running <laughs> in and out. Yeah, well, so I was like, "Oh, good." And then I was standing in line. And I'm like, "Oh, good." Christmas carols, like <laughs> Christy. What's your hated Christmas music?
1: Uh, anything that makes me go, "Why?" <laughs> so, like you know, <laughs> like Christmas shoes. Like Christmas shoes. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. I I don't hate a lot of Christmas. I. I I love a lot of Christmas music, but it's it's the twangy country Christmas music that sometimes I absolutely adore and absolutely hate. Mm. I'm like, with you on that. Cause like, like the
2: new age uh, Christmas or uh, country.
1: Yeah. Or the older. No, because like new I still it. like an Alabama Christmas minus Christmas shoes and like you know Brooks and Dunn and the Rascal Flats have some nice Christmas. Mark my Mark is shaking his head and like barfing. Um,
2: well, he's right. Yeah, yeah, but he is. No, they, they it really just, is. Like,
1: sometimes there's a really warm feeling to country Christmas music.
2: That's the urine. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's that's the that's the white supremacy talking. That's the vomit that's
1: pooling on oh. your stomach.
0: <laughs> yeah, the bile. <laughs> <laughs> I feel warm and tingly and smelly. Yeah.
1: As a side note, whenever I make that noise, <laughs> what I'm really picturing in my mind is Chunk from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> puking over the balcony. And I just went... Uh. And then one
0: person started throwing up and then everybody started throwing up.
1: <laughs> I, I felt so bad.
0: <laughs> I felt so bad. Oh, God. I'm wearing my Goonies t-shirt right now. Yeah, I oh, was yeah, just yeah, going to say, that. I'm just wearing a Goonies shirt. <laughs> that's awesome. I I love on on another tangent. I love watch. I love uh, when Colbert has people on and does puke takes with them.
3: Oh yeah! Like Mm -hmm. he's
0: done it with uh, Emily Blunt and with uh, uh, her husband uh, Jim from the Office. John Krasinski.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> they've uh they've both done it before where they'll like do like dramatic readings of like a script or like Shakespeare or something like that, but just inserting puke takes throughout the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's super entertaining. Um all right, Eric, what are your uh most hated Christmas songs or music? It,
2: it it does have to be the cheesy songs. Like they're just like the fucking Mariah Carey song just kills yeah. me. I just there was that era, like in the early '90s, where it's like that, and like, well, like I like boys the men, but sometimes they got a little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, or
0: <laughs> the Saint Christmas album that we yeah that I like play. Yeah, the '90s yeah. was oh, like, Jesus hit and miss. Christ, I forgot about that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you're welcome, Mark. This is our Christmas gift to you.
2: Yay. Happy holiday.
0: Also, everybody talking over other people singing, so I get to edit this week's podcast really in-depth. Merry you Christmas.
1: You're just, like, so happy this week. Yeah. I can't get over how, like, happy you are.
0: It's the joy of Normally, Christmas. Normally, he's a ray of sunshine. Yes. Generally speaking, I'm the happiest guy alive. <laughs> All right. For me, I, I got to say the same thing. Like, the, the really poppy shit uh like the Mariah Carey like last Christmas the fucking Hillary Duff Christmas album they played the shit out of that at Future Shop and I think I don't
2: f- know this thank god
0: oh god <laughs> it's so bad um wait Hillary Duff see. sings yeah, yeah. Well, all those all, all that all those fucking Disney Channel stars like they I think they're like contractually obligated to all put out an album uh, and <laughs> put out <laughs> yeah yeah that and put out well, we can, we can talk about Hollywood molestation in another episode. Yeah, that'll be a theme. Yeah. It'll be right after our episode on poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, country, country Christmas music, I'm with uh, Christy on that. There's some of that that's just fucking terrible. Yep. Um, also, in terms of a general like overall song, I've never really heard a version of the 12 Days of Christmas that I really like.
1: Oh, the Muppet Even one. Even the
0: Canadian one? <laughs> <sighs> Well, that, that's the thing. The, the Christmas songs that try and be like funny and clever, I just usually find annoying. <laughs> and the 12 Days of Christmas just means that you get to hear it fucking 12 times over.
2: That's true. What about the um, South Park version?
0: I don't know if I've heard the South Park version. The South Park, South Park Christmas yeah.
2: album is quite funny.
0: Mm. I mean, I do like
1: Mr. Mr. Hankey, the Christmas Pooh. That's Christmas one of my dad's poo. favorites. Nobody
0: mentioned the Hanukkah song. Oh, yeah. The Adam no. Sandler Hanukkah song. The Adam Sandler Hanukkah yeah, song. That's no. really good too.
1: it on your yarmulke. It's Get time 12 for crazy nights. Yeah. My um, my siblings used to, uh, call me Mrs. Hanky the Christmas Poo, and it would like drive me insane. I'd scream at them. I'd be like, <laughs> "Stop it! I am not!" And they'd be like. Wow, oh, Mrs. Hanky, Christmas poo, and I'd be like, "Don't call me a poo," and they'd be like, "Wow, oh, Mrs. Hanky, Christmas poo," and <laughs> it's awful.
2: That just means you get to get drunk because Mrs. Hankey was a uh, an alcoholic.
1: Yeah, she was. <laughs> this is amazing.
0: O.J. Simpson, Hankey. not a Jew.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but guess who is Hall of Famer Rod Carew? <laughs> yeah. He converted.
1: converted. <laughs> We've got Ann Sanders and her sister dear sister, Abby. Sister dear Abby. Harrison, Harrison Ford's, Ford's a quarter Ford's Jewish. A
0: quarter Jewish.
1: Not, Not too shabby. shabby. <laughs> so many Jews are in showbiz. <laughs> Tom Cruise isn't, but I've heard his but agent I think is. I his
0: agent is. Oh my god,
1: Tim, you're so <laughs> delayed.
0: <laughs> well, that's uh, part of the problem of being a thousand miles apart. But at least we haven't had technical difficulties this episode. Knock on fucking wood. Well, why did you fucking say that?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we've only got one last thing to cover here. And I asked everybody to uh, come up with sort of one album in response to this question. If you could, or in Mark's case, had to... Listen to what just one Christmas album this year? What would it be and why? I'll ex- in this case I'll accept soundtracks, compilations, live albums, whatever. Well, I'm mm. really curious about the uh, the Weezer Christmas album you sent me earlier, so I'm gonna <laughs> listen. To, I'm gonna at least try and listen to that without throwing myself out of a window. So, <laughs> so are we
2: sending this to Mark to not get him to kill himself, or he know.
0: asked me to? He legitimately asked me to send it to him. So I, did. I was I like Weezer, so I was curious what it sounded like. I mean it's it's very much like Green album period Weezer. Like it's the the more str- it's not it's not like blue album period, but it's still sorry guys, um, I still I, I think Green it's Album's got some good. good stuff on it. Yeah. <laughs> Green album still has some good moments, but it's not their best stuff by no. far. Um, so but yeah, it's got some good stuff on it. The the old holy night on it is pretty good, even though that is a very one of those very Jesus y, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christmas kind of songs. Um that's all my right. answer, because I have never heard it and I was curious about it. So there you go. Fair enough. Uh Christy?
1: Um, probably Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the fuck. That's that's the embarrassing story with Christy for this episode.
1: Oh, made
3: it!
1: Bingo <laughs> No, it would be that. I used to listen to it with my mom all the time and it was like the best and
0: there's definitely room for that nostalgia for that sure.
1: That and probably either that a Muppet Christmas Carol or just because I've never heard it and I think I'd binge it so hard and like listen to it until it made me sick would be the Regis Philbin Christmas album.
2: Oh God, why?
1: <laughs> and he also sings Rudolph with Donald Trump.
2: Uh, oh
0: no. Yeah.
1: So like. You just made butchered. me throw up
0: in my mouth. That's
1: if if like it's like what Rudolph if, if he heard that he'd be like someone just shoot me in the head someone just shoot me in the head.
0: Yeah. I, it's been a good run, guys, but I'm That's done. That's what I've been saying to myself this whole episode. Oh, hush, oh. run. sad, Zach. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Eric.
2: What album would Mark like? Probably the South Park Christmas album. I I have that one. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Um, uh, do you have a Tchaikovsky's uh, Nutcracker?
0: No. That's no, this is for this is for you, Eric. Not yeah, so Mark. It's for me. you. Me. <laughs> if you just had to listen to, if you could only listen to one Christmas album this year, what would it be?
2: Hmm. Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker.
1: Nice. Sure. Be yeah. cultured.
2: <laughs> so good. <laughs> I could All listen right. to that any time of the year, though. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, it would be. The Charlie Brown Christmas, the Vince Guaraldi Trio.
3: Totally, oh, yeah, that's, that's a good, good call. Because
0: it's, it's just it's so chill. There's a lot of nice instrumental stuff on it. Because there are definitely times where I don't want like Christmas music that's got a bunch of lyrics. I just want to like you mm. know relax and you know sit sit by a fire and sip some hot chocolate in my sultry woman voice. I guess apparently, throaty vixen voice is bad. In, in my throaty vixen so voice. So god.
2: Ah, uh, so sexy.
3: Uh,
0: okay on a nice bearskin skin rug by the fire. Uh, Wearing well, nothing
1: uh, but a bear skin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah, so that that would be the one for me that I could uh, just listen to over and over and over again. So it's so classic. It's I mean, on top of just being a being a good Christmas album, it's just musically very good like jazz trio, like just mm-hmm. fucking drums and bass and piano. And uh I love that shit like, you know, Oscar Peterson y kind of stuff. It's really um, good. So yeah. All right, well, with that, we will wrap up our 21st uh, and uh, Christmas-themed episode of Dance Robot Dance. Oh, God, we're not doing 21 Christmas-themed episodes, are we? No. Who knows? We <laughs> yeah. could. It's our first of 21. Uh, <laughs> <drum>. <laughs> we're recording drum. every day between now and Christmas multiple yeah. times a day. dun 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 dun
3: dun dun
0: which i double with
1: that.
0: I love when we all try and sing together, and it all is just super laggy and you're welcome, fucking Mark. Totally out of sync. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part is I don't even touch that shit when I edit. Oh I'm like, no. I'm not even trying to sync them in. I'm the, no. them. let them sing. No, you I shouldn't. Don't care. It, yeah. Lake, I prefer Lake. when it's when it's out. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. I try not to sing, so. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, and if you would like to uh, tell us about what your favorite Christmas music is, you could do so on Twitter. Uh, we are at DRD Podcast. You can shoot us an email at dancerobotdancepodcast.gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe uh, or get our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or the Google Play Store. Uh, and you can also find us on Facebook at uh, facebook dot slash dance dance podcast. So with that, uh, I have been Tim. We've had Christy, Woo! <laughs> and Mark, mo- kind of. Bye guys. <laughs> 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 and and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just laughing Bye. amazingly. Thanks.